Uh, hello and welcome to a very special and uh, what I hope will be a very cathartic podcast. Jeff Gersman yeah. is here. Hello, I am here, yes. Jason Astrager is here. i so much built up inside of me, I can't wait yep. to let it out. You're bursting. It's been like a week. With sentiments. Dan Reichert. I've been so happy since this weekend. I'm Brad Shoemaker. This is, uh, I guess this is now officially a tradition for us that upon the release of a new main Metal Gear Solid game, we have to go into a room and talk about it <laughs> top to bottom. Uh, I didn't think I thought I felt like we got most of it out uh, on the podcast a couple weeks back. But, yeah, but we haven't but, finished yeah. it. But the yeah, game, the game is a little back heavy. Oh, yeah. With. Yeah, that's how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think my, my stance changed a lot. Like, I was super into the gameplay. Yeah. I was a little disappointed about the lack of story. Mm. Um, but a lot of that changed. And I mean, then the, there's the a lot of story. Yeah, the gameplay, like, remained great throughout. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the storyline, you know, got a little more fleshed out, got a little more confusing. Absolutely. Some characters, you know, changed considerably. And yeah. I guess we should say at the top of the show, if you didn't figure it out from the number of times the word spoiler appears in the name and uh, description of this podcast... We're gonna spoil the shit out of Metal Gear Solid Five. All right, yeah. If you if, if you if there's literally that anything was, that you don't want to know, the entirety of the Metal Gear franchise. Yeah, maybe yeah. Yes. even literally anything and everything Metal Gear is uh, is fair game and on Solid the table. Snake is a clone. Yep, it's true. <laughs> what else can we spoil? The transceiver frequency is on the back of the box. Yep, Fortune's actually magic. It was her will. It wasn't the device on her side. Oh, wow. I forgot about that one. Yeah. That's a, that's a deep cut. Nano machines. Also, Ocelot's really good at uh, hypnotizing himself. Yeah. Apparently. Clearly. Yeah. He does so, it a lot. Anyway. All right. Hopefully, anybody who shouldn't be here has now left the room. So let's talk. Okay. Let's talk. Okay. Such a lust for discussion. I Who <laughs> will bring the first point to the table? <laughs> uh, I finished the game last night. Yes, you did. I, you I were the two. Yes, you... you Put on your professional video gamesman hat, getting it and in, got it done, Excellent. so we could record this stuff, so we could talk about uh, it. Structurally, I think the end of the, the 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 back parts of that game are confusing. There are a lot of things that are not obvious about the structure in yes. that game, in terms of just like they're presenting side ops that are actually really important and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I mean, I love that. Yes, I love yes. when they. Like, I love uh, like the first time. I'm trying to remember when it was the uh, power plant one where you you go to get Huey and it's like, oh, by the way, also here's quiet and here's episode 11 title slide. You run into the quiet fight and a a main story, like a named story mission like that occurs out in the field. Like that was which you can run straight through and come back to later. That was a a brilliant little piece of subversion. But then you're right. Yeah. Toward the end of the game, they start throwing out those important side ops left and right. Yeah. But then I I found myself in multiple situations kind of stomping through the back parts like the the last couple of story missions like the last few hours really uh where it had not presented me with those missions and so it was just like okay i guess do i just i'll just go out and do some side ops and hope this stuff shows up and then sure enough like you know i'd get back on the chopper thinking that would trigger it and it's like okay well that just made another side up pops i'll just go clear some more mines and then at the end of a mine clearing mission it was like hey come on back to base huey is a piece of shit (laughs) it's Um, true and it's yes it is it is the one if there's a single truth to be pulled out like the the episode marked truth should have just been called truth colon huey is a piece of shit (laughs) and then it's a flashback to like actually 20 hours ago you pulled a bullet in his head this has been his ghost the whole time um so he killed his lady he put his son in a metal gear did he kill his lady yes there is a tape where she clearly like did not want to be in there 
Yeah. Oh, it did was you suicide. not suicide? Did yeah. you did you did you not listen to that tape? It was like a ten I, minute no, long I, tape. I, like it's kinda it's like kind of one of the, actually one of the more grueling things in the game yeah. is to listen to this lady suffocating inside this metal canister. I thought, yeah, she may have accidentally locked herself in there. after listening to that tape, because you know, there was that, that sequence where the cutscene when they had Huey and they like, We've got a surprise witness, and it's the AI and it's got a recording. And they only played the first like, you know, thirty seconds of that tape. But isn't she pleading with him to let her out? I think like she's trying to get his attention. Hmm. Like I don't know. But I don't like I heard like a muffled something, like maybe he didn't hear her. I don't know. She talked about like but wanting to put her arm out and but she would have lost an arm to try to stop it. It right. seems like that they leave it deliberately ambiguous with right. him top to bottom. But he still sucks. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I still think like they I think two things about that game. One, they should have they sh- probably should have put a bullet in him a long time ago. <laughs> probably. But how would he have made Battle Gear then? I've, that crucial piece of equipment. Yeah, like that that awesome thing for all those deployments <laughs> that you never even see. And they should have thrown Miller in the water like mm. 5 hours in. <laughs> It's so like, all right, Just you're fucking actually crazy. Yeah. Fuck this, <laughs> Although, fuck you. I, Here you go. I, I, that, ah. Miller is maybe one of the few things where the final ending and the final twist actually kind of gives some, some more context that makes the way he is a little more meaningful. I, I feel yes. like, all right, I, I feel like we should put the brakes on everything else. In my mind, the only way to talk about this game is by starting with the last 10 minutes and working backwards. All right. Guys, I've got a revelation. Yes. I was big boss the entire oh, time. Oh, sh- that's who it was. Okay. We thought it was Drew. No. Uh-uh. Ah. You've got some impressive medical training. Thank you. Thank you. It's the way you can just like... A cut big a, boss is me. Cut a person open right there on the helicopter. And actually, if, if you change the pitch of Jason's voice, it's just Kiefer Sutherland. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Weird. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. No. That. So that was the thing that I heard before I yeah. had gotten... Like I'd, I'd played the hospital, and okay. then I heard that. You 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 didn't just hear it. You sought it out. You asked yes. for it. No, I asked. How, I asked. I deliberately asked. I want to know, like, a week before the game was out. At this point, yeah. How a person who had played through that game summarized it for you? Like, how did they phrase it? He said, "You're not the real big boss." Okay, that's, uh, that's pretty succinct. Yeah, and the, and the, at the end of the game, you go back and do the hospital sequence again, and it shows you it's real big boss stupid. being the other guy getting out of the ambulance and mm-hmm. running off to do stuff. Okay, right. and I was like, "Fucking badass." <laughs> Because that that initial, the very beginning of that game, when you don't know that, I figured it was like a Fight Club situation. Mm-hmm. Like that thing, one hundred percent, what I thought. That thing plays that. as as this is clearly you, right down to the same you, right down to the same voice actor and the fact that he says, "Oh, you're talking to yourself." Right. Yeah. Like it seems very well, much like a figment of your imagination it, leading you along. Except for the fact that in the very first trailer, it starts with Miller and Big Boss on uh, the operating tables, and then Miller looks across Big Boss and says, "Oh, what about him?" Like, well, that, that's, that's the first that's, thing in the that's first trailer. marketing idiocy. Then that yeah, they like, showed well, the secret ending of the game in a trailer. And, like and, I didn't and watch also, that. Also, like. W- who cares what was in trailers like trailers are made for marketing like none of that stuff could have even made it to the final game and it would have you know but metal year trailers are a different story they're very specifically built to make a moment like they've done so much fake shit for those trailers the idea that you would look at those trailers as having value yeah. means you're insane after the <laughs> after the, the mgs2 promotional cycle where they edited shit in the game to make it look different than it was like you can you can't take any of that stuff at face value which is why everyone distrusted the trailers for three there were lines where it was like, oh, half of what I was shown was a, a cleverly constructed lie. The other half was some other lie. Everyone's like, oh, it's a lie. This whole thing's not set in 64. It's it's Solid Snake going in VR to see Big Boss things like an Assassin's Creed deal. But then that one actually seemed to be the most straight-faced one of them all. Yeah. And so 5, the trailer, like people have been kind of surmising this for a long time. 
that there was this other snake. Well, I mean, that, that stuff's all well and good, but, you know, again, trailer's not really germane to the discussion here. Like, we need to talk about this game as a work, you know? Yeah. Sure. As, a, as a creative work, you know. Yeah. Which it, is entirely self-contained. Or is it? I think it, it is. It is. Yeah. It is. No, you're no, right. It's, but, uh... Yeah, who so, liked who liked the twist? I liked, it. I liked it a lot. Like, I did not. It's it great. great. I, I feel like well, I feel like uh, we need to divorce the the notion of liking it conceptually from like enjoying the way it was actually executed and how it's integrated into the game and what it does for the greater story, Con- which I think is conceptually, nothing. I do like the twist. Uh, what I don't like about a twist is when it's like thrown in your face in the beginning, like Kojima kind of dancing in and saying, "Hey, I know something you don't know," yeah. and you've got to play through the entire game to to find out. It seemed, I, it seemed obvious from the get-go that there was going to be obviously. some reveal around Ishmael. But isn't that fun, oh, like getting teased that? Like, I, I no, don't like why you would be mad at that. Like, I, that's no, not, what, what if every movie, what if at the beginning of Sixth Sense, it's like, oh, he's dead the whole time. They could have just as easily been teasing that, like, the, the, the third boy is all in your head. Like, you know, the, sure. they, there could have just as easily have been like, hey, just as there was no second big boss, none of that psychic shit that you see later happens either. You've got shit in your head. I, I considered <laughs> like that that would happen at one point. Yeah, that uh, at some point they would just... I, I, I thought that a re- re- reveal they could have built up to was replaying key cutscenes without the other characters there. So it would have been like, you doing this stuff, and you right. doing this, and you're like, oh my god, it was me all along. Edward Norton punching himself in the face exactly. instead of fighting. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, like like that. That would have been better execution. Like, that would have been great. Like, that would have been a fine way to execute the twist that does exist in this game. But as it is, I don't think that thing adds a damn thing to the arc of this game, like to the greater Metal Gear no, Saga. no. So the character characterization the, of Big the, Boss, the notion that you, the notion that you are not playing as Big Boss, right? Like, like I feel like it's a little early to bring up the Sixth Sense comparison, but like, think about how that twist works. Like the way that thing functions in that movie is that the instant you know the truth, you immediately think back on like damn near every scene in that movie in a new context and like interpret it differently. I don't feel like this, there's this, any of yeah, that this, in this, this game. This definitely doesn't do that. What this does do, though, is it. You know, there was talk. You know, like oh, this is going to be uh, Big Boss becoming a villain, right? And that sort of stuff. It's like, not necessarily villains. Like, these guys are all assholes. The real big boss, fake big boss, all these people are complete pieces of shit. Well, how can you say that about the real big boss, though? Because he has about 30 seconds of screen time. Well, because think- in that 30 seconds of screen time, he's like, yeah, thanks. Smirking, smoking his fucking cigar on his motorcycle, and then running off to build outer heaven. I mean, obviously, you obviously, know? you can argue that, yeah, he... Like, you the know, stuff of just like, yeah, leave this guy hanging out to dry. Like, like you know, yeah, like, he, did, he did sacrifice one of his best and most loyal soldiers to take the fall for him. Yeah, but, well, you know, and he seems like he is, is perfectly okay with all of yeah, that. Yeah, like... And, I, like smiling all the while that's not to say that he is like he's all roses you know because we didn't see you know 40 hours of him becoming a, a no there's a, no roses an ideological yeah, no, kind of megalomaniac or I mean, whatever but. like he has been bad for some time right and i think that's the thing is like they're saying the legend of big boss is this kind of falsity it, it's this thing that was constructed well, yeah obviously but like that i feel like that exists at kind of a, a meta narrative level above the actual mechanics of the storyline Right, like, sure. like, like. Okay, sure. Like, you want to make a commentary on like the nature of legends and how they're larger than life, and it doesn't actually matter so much who's at the center of the legend. It's what what really matters which, is the reputation, which ties into what they did later on, right. with Solidus and a lot of that stuff, and, and, and the Raiden, are, and the Raiden twist. Yeah, you know? but you know. but uh, like Raiden is another example of and like the clones. Like you know, a lot yeah. of that game is based around the idea of we need a figurehead to just fucking. Right that people can believe in and fucking go do horrible shit for. That's why Zero kept Big Boss alive all those years, is to kind of this messiah figure. They're like, oh no, Big Boss, he's alive. He's the symbol of the Patriots. And just kept him in this weird suspended state. 
just because of the legend. What, what time frame is that? Because that, is that him or is that Solidus? That's all explained in four. Yeah. Um, so like that's why Big Boss is alive at the end of four is because he was kept alive by zero. So like he would be the symbol of the Patriots. So real this. Big Boss. That was real Big Boss at the end of four. Yes. But Real Big Boss goes on to build Outer Heaven. He is, does Real Big Boss, quote-unquote, die at the end of Metal Gear 2, or is that Venom's he, thing? He does. No, he, no, Real Big Boss goes into that kind of, like, suspended state pretty much dead until the end of 4. He basically, no, no, I'm saying, he like, basically, at what point does he go into that really? state? At, what he, point he at the end of 2. At the end of Metal Gear 2. Oh, okay. The, okay. the timeline that happens after the, the twist reveal, which scrolls way too fast, yeah. uh, explicitly states that you kill the Phantom at the end of Metal Gear 1. Which they kind right, of show, it's, it's it's not really explained very well, but when he's looking in the mirror, and he's looking at the one tape, and it's uh, you see the Diamond Dogs logo in the background, and then when he like shatters the mirror, when he turns it over and says Operation Intrude, yeah, and yeah. it's an Outer Heaven logo in the background, that's a flash forward to 1995 or whatever, and you Gear hear the one, fight, right? that's Metal Gear 1 right. is happening in the background, you hear all this fighting and stuff, like... You know, people assume that like, oh, that's Solid Snake, you know, shooting his way through Metal Gear One, you know, coming to kill Venom Snake and On a sneaking mission. Yeah, and Venom Snake hearing that tape is him realizing like, holy shit, I'm going to have to take the fall here for the real big loss. Okay, it's just like the boss in Metal that Gear Three. That doesn't make a lot of sense because if that was the timeline and that was taking place in the '90s or whatever. Why would he have an MSX sitting there with a copy of Metal Gear right. on tape? Also, also like, he hasn't visibly aged a day. Like yeah. He looks exactly yeah. like he does 11 years earlier. But, I mean, there is a shift. The color changes. The logo yeah. changes. It is supposed to be. It's Operation Intrude yeah. or whatever. Like that that would have played like, a lot it's better. It's Operation if they Intrude had. because the tape he's putting in is booting up Metal Gear for the MSX. Like, I didn't realize that's what MSX yeah, like that's, tapes that's an like. MS, I mean, they're just tapes. That's, okay. a, that's an MSX tape player. He puts it in. It's playing like loading sounds that come out of an MSX. Oh, wow. Like, if anything, he punched the mirror and said, I want to play a video game, <laughs> uh, which is like way crazier. I mean, that, that's the way it's depicted is supposed to indicate that's when he's finding out what's happened to him, right? Like, yeah, that, is that holy shit? He I'm finds out have... he's not. Well, no, no. On top of that is the, oh. the identity issue. It's like, yeah, that's the moment he realizes he's not the real big boss, right? Because yeah, up to that so moment, he realizes who he is and that, oh, shit, now. I have to die for this asshole that I thought I was. So uh, mechanically, and oh, go ahead. No, the, the weird thing is, in that reflection, there's no metal arm. Like it's the same. Uh, are you? Sh- no, I'm pretty. He punches the mirror with the arm. He punches the mirror with the arm, but the reflection it goes through the mirror oh, at that well, point. And, and you see, like on the other side, right? Well, that one doesn't I, have. You know, that could just be arm. some kind of visual but, metaphor for like having bought entirely I, into the I, identity, I, or you know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. At, at, like at some point, I took that as like, well, they, you know, they didn't build enough game to actually lead up to the real events of Metal Gear. So here he is putting the tape in the in the player and pushing play on it to like foreshadow, like, hey, Metal Gear One. Like that's that's they they took all of what could have been video game, right, and boiled it down to like, like five a, seconds, a, of- like kind of tossed off reference that's, to Metal Gear That's 1. a big part of my problem with the way this thing is executed because like like the Raiden twist for example which is like practically the same twist but or has seems to have a lot of the same thematic elements at least but that twist like if you like it or not you still have to admit that it serves a huge purpose in that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in fact I mean the, the entire story is pretty literally based on that twist. Yeah. But on top of that, after it happens even like if you don't know what's coming after it happens you've got a good like what 10 hours of game after that, to right. like live in that new reality that you've come to realize and like in two grasp the implications of it, yeah, like most, oh, yeah, like most of the game, of the game most of the right. game takes place after this revelation. Oh, yeah. So you have they have a lot of time to play with it, and you have a lot of time to consider the implications of it. In this case, like none of that exists. Like like you said, there is nothing after it that that gives it any meaning. Really, sure. Like I I don't feel like there's anything you really can look back on in the game 
I think and, that they and derive any kind of new context you know, it, from with that new knowledge in mind. And I think it's interesting and like maybe a little sad or something, but I feel like there are a couple of games that you could make after this. You know, this doesn't actually lead into you know the events we've already seen as right. cleanly as it could. It doesn't tie up all the loose ends. Like there's stuff you could do. Uh, you know, you could make in a game where you've got Eli and his child soldiers running around fucking shit up yeah. in Sahelanthropus. I you actually, know, you could make that game. Like that's that seems to be one of the things that a lot of people are so upset about in this game yeah. is that that particular thread isn't resolved. Like it, that doesn't really actually bother me that much. Like yeah, same here. He had his run in with he's he's a he's got a huge Metal Gear. That, that's the that's the one that's the one wild. thing where it's like yeah okay it would be nice to know why he didn't just take over the world with that thing right right off the bat. And but, that's what but, I'm saying. Like that's a that there's a game there. Yeah, sure, but but you know that that I'm sure you guys have all watched. The, did you actually, I Jeff? Did, did you I watch did. the I, kind of the yeah. stuff from the collector's edition? I think that, that thing is really shitty. That mission, oh, really? yeah, I think I think like that mission fifty one stuff. Like if that was meant to be canon, like, yeah, you know, it like I I look at that and go like they probably walked away from this for a reason because mm. I think that's a bad way to tie up that right. storyline. But even if that were in the game, I don't think that would solve the problems that I have with the way that that thing plays out narratively. Mm. Like, like that, that doesn't leave those characters in any different position than they started in, other than the fact that, like, you know, Diamond Dogs have reclaimed the Metal Gear. Right. But, yeah, the, but, it, it, but ta- it takes the toy away from the kids, and right. then, you know, you can go like, oh, well, I guess that's why they don't have a giant fucking robot in Metal Gear Solid. Right. But they're still out there, you know? Like, right. whether or not that mission takes place in the game, whether you see that happen or not, like, they're still out there, like, having had these formative experiences and becoming the characters that they'll be in, in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. But at least it closes the chapter on, you know, what happened to Metal Gear also with the strain because the uh, the psychomantist, you know, takes the strain out of uh, Eli's throat and just kind of discards it or whatever. That's so that's true. Not, yeah, that, that's, that's true. You're right. That, that. The third English parasite is kind of another dangling thread yeah. right. uh, with that whole plot line. But uh, it's like it, when but so when you defeat Skullface and Psychomantis gives Eli the he gives him a vial. Yeah, he's that's, not necessarily infected. No, no, no. He just has point. the vial. Yeah, I heard Eli gets infected yeah. and like infects that entire village in that yeah. Kingdom of the Flies thing. Yeah, but that's, well, that, that's not. But real, that didn't though. happen. That that's didn't not happen. in the game. But that's again, not official again, canon. Again, you okay. have to you have to consider game. what's in the game and nothing else. Yeah, right, we, we don't know right. why that wasn't completed. We don't know. You know, right. they, they could have walked away from it saying like this isn't what we actually want to do uh, right, with right. the story. You know, yeah, I'm I'm not going to go as far as to buy into the you know the conspiracy theories about the development and the falling out with Konami and stuff that a lot of people have. But the the last two three hours of the game feel very slapdash to me like for whatever reason like like who knows why it turned out that way but like it's, I, it's yeah. very disjointedly distributes the last pieces of story to you it does in a, in a very confusing way with you know the, a lot of those repeated missions so woven yeah. right into the, the main mission line so i got left with questions that maybe you guys could actually answer like okay quiet speaks english in front of the boss like doesn't that mean that he is then infected or does he already have enough Wolbachia in him to keep him from getting another strain? I just of assumed the, of the parasite. I assumed that like the gestation once you spoke the the right language took some time, mm-hmm. even a few minutes, and like yeah, once uh, so you've got to speak it, and then you start showing symptoms later, and then you're right. contagious. I think that's the case. I, so I, I just it's it's easy enough to believe that yeah, like she had enough time to get away from him after right. she right. kind of activated the parasites by speaking. Hmm. So she just kind of disappeared after that, right? right? Like she kind of walks out of the story, and that's that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, you you never know. Like that is. That is the that is the third English strain they refer to it as. No, that's the no. first one. First well, it's one, yeah. one of the three. It's one of the three. It's one of the three. It's the missing one. You know, he, yeah. Skullface had a canister two. with two, and yeah. she was already infected with the first one. Right. Very, very close to you. 
Yeah. Yeah. He says like the third, the third yeah. parasite is very close to you or whatever. Uh, uh, actually, like I thought the conclusion of her storyline was actually pertinent handled. Yeah. Relatively well. That was actually one of the stronger and more Metal Gear like story beats. certainly grew on me. Yeah. But Not I mean, so much the, the mission. The mission was rough. The mission's t- that mission's terrible. Yeah. Like yeah, that, yeah, that tank a, fight is is like universally reviled yeah, like by having, everybody having, I've talked to. Having this moment where it's like, here's a bunch of shit that we're going to let you blow up should be this like gleeful, yeah. joyous thing. Totally. But they, like give her a sniper a rifle that, rocket launcher at the same time. You know, right, just let yeah. like both of you should start fucking shit up. But, yeah. There, yeah. There are not enough human soldiers on the ground for her to be interesting. Right. Well, that cutscene beforehand is really cool oh, she's yeah. killing oh, yeah, the shit she's just stabbing scene, that guy yeah. in the dick for a while yeah like, but a, like, like that that thing is also just like the culmination of every like yep. ridiculous awful camera angle that they've turned on her for the entire game yeah like literally in her fucking oh. underwear like oh. you know okay. just, like they like yeah they literally pull the stockings off of her at that point yeah. right like it's it's yeah yeah i think the action is really cool in that like the uh, stuff she's yeah, doing there sure. is really i think cool. those cutscenes are fine yeah but that mission is like that's not how i wanted to have a send-off with her because that's not how i played missions with her mm. you know um i guess yeah i, I used her way more final... stealthy you know yeah sure yeah she wasn't the bombastic like hey let's shoot everything type she was the hey draw the attention of an entire base and trank a bunch of dudes while i sneak in it is uh, i think that like there's a, there's like the idea of like hey me and this person we're gonna have a fucking standoff and we're yeah. tight like that like i think that that from a story perspective works fine yeah i just yeah. think that mechanically that yeah. game is not fun when it is hey blow up a bunch of shit right and especially uh, like shit that shit can that kill, you in, one kill hit, you in one hit and yeah. that you know you're not quite nimble enough to right. avoid very effectively and stuff like that but, uh, uh, yeah. you don't really have time to like call in for like new mines and new stuff like there would be a quick break where miller would be like hey if you need to set some mines now's well, the time yeah, and i'm just like, like none of these things are on a set enough path to where any of these mines are gonna be useful also I, I didn't research mines at all so, I just didn't go into were, the mission with mine, so I had to call right. them in, and, yeah. and they by the time they landed, the tanks were already well on their way. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think the, the way she's written out of the story is pretty fitting. I think. Yeah. Like, yes. Her, totally. her character. I, I guess like I guess like that. That's the thing is like her, her speaking. Like obviously, that's the thing is you know the the quiet person speaks at the end of the arc. You know. Right. Uh, but even before that, like I kind of hate that there's actually two or three cases where the game teases some stuff that. I feel like is handled elegantly and then later on like 10 hours later then they beat you over the head with it just to make sure you got it yeah that's like, i mean that's definitely a thing with like the tapes and a lot of the story stuff is because i think because they made so many that like the tapes are being completely optional mm-hmm. like if you listen to the tapes it's like instant replay all the time like every single conversation yes. starts with ocelot going like well if you remember yeah they reiterate they reiterate in the required dialogue all yeah. the stuff that you already learned in the tapes but yeah but specifically with her like you I would assume most people figure out pretty pretty easily during I think the torture scene with her or the interrogation scene with her that she is carrying that third parasite. Like I, you know, I kind of yeah. picked up on that a good ten, twelve hours before you actually they come out and state it. Oh, really? Is that in the Code Talker cutscene where they say it? Yeah. Uh, it's where she they're like, Navajo it's, it's where they're like shocking. Yes, yes, it's yeah, where right, that's, right. Where, that's where they come out and say it. Right? Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. Code, oh, does yes. he say that? Yeah, they have a uh, they have a conversation in Navajo where okay. she says she's got English. Okay. And she'll never speak it. I guess I'd, I'd, that's right. That's right. Because she speaks forgotten. it at the beginning when she invades I thought, the hospital. I, th- I right. thought the dialogue was something along the lines of like, "Are you are you mute beca- for the reason I think you are, or something like that?" I'd, I'd swear no, they didn't. She comes right out. Oh, and says, she says it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Anyway, point being, like you know, th- those things actually develop her character to a degree. Yeah. Uh, for somebody who doesn't actually speak and doesn't have a whole lot of agency in the story, mm-hmm. otherwise, like that stuff was it was nice to see her given some kind of meaning over the course of the game. Uh, she was easily my favorite buddy. I thought she was incredible. I, I used her in almost every mission. D dog, D dog. He's the one I use now. His quiet's arc gone. was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, we literally watched him grow up. Yeah, he had a bad we, eye, and then he had an eye patch. Man, it's true. Yeah. It's a dog. Hmm. 
I thought that replaying. I, I I feel like replaying the hospital would have been more interesting if you played it from the other perspective. Yeah, hundred percent. Like yeah. they uh, they, and, and they having like all the tutorial prompts show yeah. up again. Yep. And all there are so many things yeah. they could have done that with that ridiculous. mission to make it better as a as a bookend for the story. They could right. have truncated truncated it to avoid just making you replay everything. Yeah. They could have had you play from Ishmael's perspective. Like there's like, something there's something about the notion of just like no, you're gonna do it all again. Like you that, literally you know, play like the entire liked, thing again. But but at the same time, like it could have been done a lot better yeah. and it, it's one of those things that just like where you look at it and go like you just need to like, cap this thing off and ship it like what right you know like, but it very much felt that way to me um it's yeah. like well we've got this story beat we've been planning on a long time where do we stick it at least they didn't make you like do the horse shotgun yeah. thing yeah. again like i was getting ready for that and i was like oh thank god yeah it would have made sense if you were ishmael because like he's escaping and immediately going and chatting with ocelot right like it's implied that who does ocelot talk to ishmael or venom snake first because they both talk Ishmael. after the hospital big boss like real big boss gets out of there like you there's a shot of, of venom unconscious and still strapped into the ambulance yeah. right so he has the chat with real big boss the whole motorcycle thing yes. at the yeah. end and then, is goes, before... then he, he goes back and gets venom snake out right that's right uh, oh you know who i am like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay <sighs> i th- all the tapes that unlock after that ending I did not listen to those. Really? Oh, you totally should. So I, 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 I intend to, but it's they, the, kind of the those made me feel better about the plausibility of that twist within, like, in the world. Mm. You know, like With the like, zero stuff. Yeah, more, more. The oh uh, yeah, I guess zero is part of that stuff. Like they, they talk about how they had planned this all along. It was like it was. Uh, it was mostly zero and Ocelot, right? Yeah, it was zero. He planned. Yep, yep. He implanted the uh, the memories. They in, like they uh, talk uh, about how they're they've yeah. been like giving hyp- like, hypnotic suggestion to to venom while he's been in this coma like right. the whole time that he's been asleep you yeah, know? So yeah like, zero visited him in the coma and mm-hmm. you can like hear that audio and stuff because he knew he cool. was getting so like, sick and 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 also like you know if if you've made it this far like if you've stuck with metal gear this far like hypnotically turning one person into another is like the last thing that should yeah. throw your like th- totally, like yeah. mess up your suspension and disbelief um but again i still struggle to figure out what purpose that bait and switch serves uh, you know, it's, for it's the larger game. If you think about it in the the in the notion of, I mean, the doctor says it at the opening of like, hey, there are a bunch of people coming to fucking kill you because you're big boss. Yeah. If you know, if you've got a figurehead big boss out there doing big. Oh boss no 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 shit, that that stuff is obvious. While you are while stealth real big boss is over here doing stealth real big boss <laughs> shit, which actually is the exact same thing but on a much grander scale. Right. No, I I. Uh, which when you think about the scale of fucking diamond dogs, the idea that like he's uh, out here doing that times ten. <laughs> somewhere else you're like this is what fucking what <laughs> i mean the the plan the reason that they would put this these events in motion is is obvious like that i agree with you there but like why in the context of this story did it exist and why did the like the entirety of the action focus on that character and, and like squander the final uh chance that they had to continue developing big boss as a character like the most because the, when they the started, most central and important figure in all of metal gear and they spent an entire game ignoring what he was up to because when they started making this game none of the people involved knew that it would be the last one they got to make <laughs> yeah but i mean come on are you gonna make it like they kind of ran out of time in the timeline though right like what were they, were they gonna make a metal gear yeah, solid six they, in 1989 like like how many more games were they gonna fill in gaps between this and Metal Gear One. With. I, th- I think you have two games coming out of this thing. If, if you really looked at it, you'd have the the Eli game, which either is you playing as them or you going after them, uh, and you've got the like true big boss game. You've got yeah. you've got a game that they would literally call Metal Gear Solid Five. 
numeral like Arabic numeral yeah. five. Yeah. Like that sounds like something Konami would want. That doesn't seem like something Kojima would ever want to do because he not only does he take so fucking long to make a game, but every game he makes is so completely different. I, I mean, you know, but like also like how do you like compound build upon the mind fuck of Metal Gear Solid two? Like, you know, how do you actually fucking keep that going? You don't do it with a prologue game and then, you know, like like they get halfway there with the the double big boss thing but it leaves them open ends that they could close up you know if you think about you know the statements that that he apparently made about the idea of like real real metal gear sequels would not use roman numerals and this one very specifically using sure. a roman numeral sure uh you know like the v for venom you know at some point you at some point you could start seeing them going like oh that's metal gear solid v and not five. Like v verbally, verbally yeah. referring to it that way. Yeah. Once everybody knows. Once everybody knows. I guess X. so. Hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I, I keep coming back to the fact that he every single time he makes one of these, he says it's the last one. And like, I, it's hard for me to grasp the idea that he would actually have this multi-game plan in mind. Uh, you know, if he wanted to do something, if, if that team, if he and, you know, that, that crew wanted to do something that wouldn't had never been done before. There you have it. Hmm. An entire like pair of games, a prologue and a full game. That are like this huge fucking misdirect to actually guess what? We even numbered it the yeah. way you would number a sure. sequel, and it's not actually the sequel. Uh, and that, then you would have a third game that he would have gone out there and referred to as Metal Gear Solid Five because it's at some point during Peace Walker, yeah, he called that his the real MGS Five. Yeah, you and know, Five is even on Ground Zeroes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, or well, or v, v, is, v. Sorry, V. v is yeah, on yeah. Um. So you know, I, I think that. If in that context, you could look at this as a big weird side story. Yeah, but, but like rising. But, but to what end, though? <laughs> like at the end of it, like what? What was the point of all the work you did building up Diamond Dogs? Like where is any of that going? It doesn't have to go anywhere. I guess if it's a side like, game that's not real big boss and stuff like that. You know, you've got the post credit sequence with Ocelot and Miller talking about how they'd take sides in the coming in the things to come, which answers who killed Miller in Metal Gear Solid One. That was Ocelot. Yeah. Yeah, and Liquid Wait. like took credit for it. Yeah, because oh, that conversation happens. For it? The conversation okay. happens after the 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 credits. Yeah, between there, them. sooner or later, one of us is probably going to kill. Where the they other. they fucking right. beat you over the head with every like yeah. they have to it's tease like, every major like, plot point that will right, ever happen exactly. in the metal. Like, they, they have to like let you know that they knew. Right. It's like you realize that both of his clones will one day face each other and will have to choose sides. So we'll be enemies too. Sure. It's like, fucking come on, man. Yeah, it's shut like, up. Not, that's a, that's a ridiculous conversation to yeah. have. But uh, also, I wasn't clear at even at what point that conversation took place because that's, that's it's true. Yeah, that's that conversation is Miller realizing that he's been duped and yeah. becoming very angry about it. Yeah, but I don't know if that happened like right after Big Boss woke up or at the end of the entire. I think it's at the end of everything that I think happens. I'd imagine it's the end of everything because yeah. he would, you know, the, the anger he shows there, he would not have gone on to help fake Big Boss really? the way he did. Well, no, he says, no, he specifically right. says he will because he wants revenge going on real forward. Oh, he's so like, mad. Help his oh, going forward. He's so yeah, mad. At, he's so mad at real Big Boss for betraying him yeah. or casting yeah. him aside that he wants to build up, like, his influence with fake Big Boss to get his revenge on real Big Boss. Yeah. I Oh, and I and I mean, obviously, like this whole thing, th this whole game is just one big revenge thing. Sure, every single person, every you know, 
fucking Volgan is kept alive because he wants revenge. Which is maybe know? the most unexplained thing in the history of Metal Gear is that Volgan, who super duper died at the end of three, the f- well, no, is a literal demon. The, out of it the timeline the, straight up the... says that he is his comatose body is taken from the wreckage of the Shagohod to Why? a to a hospital. But I... but then he's throwing fireballs at helicopters. Well, that's and all. Stuff. Like, well, that's because not the airplane flew new near the hospital right. where been, and at the time when Big Boss woke up, the anger resonated oh, with Young Psycho Mantis. You of all people. People yeah, are, like, are, are like, questioning this of yeah, all exactly. video like, this is This is actually totally clearly explained. <laughs> Which It's kind of cool whenever you see who is uh, controlling Psycho Mantis. Did he notice the little touches? Like he had the little red sash on his shoulder when it was liquid. And liquid I, never, had that I, never, red sash. I never noticed it in context, but I've seen a lot of people talk about that. Yeah, like, and there's pictures like when Skullface is controlling him, he's got that little mask on. Yeah, At one like point, he's got a big horn. Boss, when, he's got the horn, yeah. Hey, little subtle things like that. I like uh, that. Hmm. It's kind of neat. How throw fireballs? But... I don't know. I don't it's kind of it's kind of weird well, how. I mean, how does fucking Psychomantis fly? You know, how does his power convey through to Volgan? It's fucking well, straight up psychic psycho power. On top of yeah, but sure. on top of that, like he nano machine. This game seems to establish Mantis as like the most powerful character yeah. that's ever lived in yeah, this universe. It's, it's a really crazy situation. Uh, and yeah. then you and then you defeat him in MGS one by like swapping your controller around like it's, <laughs> and shooting him a bunch. Well, they didn't have multiple controller ports on yeah. some consoles back then, so you know that wasn't an option on the MSX. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Are we absolutely sure that it's Psychomantis? Yeah, I mean, it it's so goddamn obvious. Like, like, they, they never explicitly so, say so it. it. Right. So literally, it does not have to be. Yeah. But for it's all super intents purposes, is. it might as well be. It would be extremely random if it were not. Yeah, exactly. Like, they could absolutely, if they found a good reason to gin that up, they'd be like, oh, that's not him either. Like, all right, fine. But Mantis was the second boy. Yeah. This is the third one. Right. Yeah. yeah knows, they, they, could, they could totally do that if they wanted. There's another game right there. All right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. I do like that we got a quick flash of actual Volgan. Like, they actually modeled him for this game and stuff why? very but briefly. I don't, I don't understand why it had to be I Volgan. was just glad it to see it's like, oh, there's Volgan. Like, none of that matters, though. That's the thing. Is like, as someone who, like, I, I don't know Volgan's story. Like, oh, okay. it was just like okay. Well, he's a guy from three, and I don't care. Okay, uh, I liked him a lot in three, yeah. so it was kind of just cool to see him again. Mm. He was a it was dick. A, it was a weird ass cameo. Volgan's an asshole. Speaking of yeah, cameos, it felt like Ocelot was a cameo in this. Like it, he, I don't know. He seemed very just like one dimensional. Like yeah, in every at, other game, he's been like a double, triple agent, super scheming, conniving, uh, like but brilliant. This, that's what he's doing. But in this, he's just Is walking he? in to be like, you could be a spy. He's, he's just the guy who walks in to ask some questions and leave, you know, but then also and I think that that's a lot of the stuff that, that I feel is pretty disjointed over the course of the game is like big bosses agency in what his organization is doing, where it's just like he just walks in and they're just like, I don't know, we're torturing this fucking scientist. You stand there and be quiet. While we have an argument about whether or not we should torture him, and you're the one that could actually step in and say right. one way or the other, but instead, Ocelot and Miller are going to go back and forth about well, he, you know he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily call a lot of shots. Yeah, like that's he's, he's a bad, but he's you know he's he's great at delegating, mm-hmm. which which all good bosses do. Sure, um, but yeah, I, I think that stuff's kind of frustrating, and, and it makes them like Miller and Ocelot. I think both are are pretty limited characters because it's just Absolutely. Miller is just fucking we're gonna do it at the very beginning of the game <laughs> yeah, he's yep. just like we're gonna fucking shove our shit down their throats and then like it just ramps up like fucking when chapter two starts and they fucking start putting up shit around the base it's just like big boss is watching you yeah and it's yeah. like this, this yeah. paranoid fucking <laughs> fantasy just running off fucking in, in a further direction like I, I thought for sure when I started seeing that is like, well, someone's gonna have to put a bullet in Miller, and then I realized like, oh, I guess they actually can't because he's yeah. in, he's in later stuff. But like at some point, 
Miller definitely had more personality um, and was more of a character. Played more of a role, I think. And I think Ocelot it was just, he just hammed it up. Obviously, did important shit. However, I didn't get the same kind of feeling from you know this Ocelot than I did in previous. You mean that he had a lot of like some scheming going scheming on behind the motives, scenes? Yeah, yeah. Like, he just he could have been. I mean, anybody. he's he's in he those, was, but he was also the only person that was in on the ultimate scheme, right? Like but, he's he's in those truth oh, files tapes shit. quite a bit at the so end. So did you guys listen to the? Well, Jeff, you didn't, but the uh, the double think. Yeah. So when he's talking yeah. to, um, I think zero initially, not, or is it Miller? I forget. But he says at some point I'm going to have to hypnotize yes. myself. Yes. He he actively forgets that Venom is not real, Big Boss. Correct. But then he according also, to him, but he also <laughs> states that he he's going to have to program himself to come out of that hypnosis at the right time. Yes. Yeah, so like time, when, when the time is the right. That is. But then he's also sending reports back to the real big boss. Some of the other tapes, I, I, don't, I don't know what the hell's going beyond, on. Beyond the mechanics of how they created Venom and implemented him as a fake big boss in those truth files, I feel like all those tapes just muddle yeah. the character relationships and motivations. Like I came bit. out of that going like, is Zero actually the ultimate villain that he's always painted to be? Because like he's he's more sympathetic. He sounds like this, this grandfatherly, like affable British chap who has like mostly good intentions in those tapes. You know. Well, if you think about it, like a cipher not being under the the control of Zero, it seems like Zero had his time where he was the fucking bad guy, and right. then he got sick and old and kind of stepped away, and well, then no. shit got crazy without crazier well, without he, him. He there. didn't get sick and old. Skullface actually sent um, a virus to. Yeah, so you oh, hear okay. that in well, those tapes right, okay. that Skullface infected him with the parasite. All right. Yeah. Sure. All Although, but in his one case, instead of getting superpowers from the parasite, he'd put him into a 40-year coma. Sure. So Miller, when does Miller debut? Is he in the MSX games? Yes. Which one? Is he really? Master Miller is in Metal Year 2, I think. So in that really? one, he would be working for... Because that doesn't make sense, because he said he was going right. to support the Phantom Big Boss, and that's, which the Phantom Big Boss was I, Metal Gear 1. Or is Miller in... No. Is Miller in I thought 1? Phantom is was Miller two. in Metal Gear 1? Like I the thought, Phantom Venom is, Snake was two. Venom Snake is in one. That's the first one. Because remember, he get, he gets killed at the end. Venom so, Snake is the big boss you fight in, in Metal Gear. Yeah. One. So okay. Metal Gear Two is the real big boss. Real big boss. Which doesn't make sense if that's Miller serving real big boss because he wanted to support the Phantom. Right. Oh boy. He he directly stated he wanted to work against the real. Big yeah. Boss. He hates real big boss. None of this shit makes sense. Yeah. Trying to make sense of it is and a fool's you know errand. What? I, I don't so, think yeah, that we he, ever he, needed he to go down. Metal, he is in Metal Gear yeah, totally. 2. He's in 2, so he's working. That doesn't make any good. But Jason, I, I, I really liked the way you put it the other day when we were chatting about this. That it, These are holes that do not yes, need to yes. he, he is in He is in 2 working with Solid Snake. Oh, to take down? Okay, so that actually okay, does that, make that, sense. He's Master Miller. He's like you, he's, I, think, I want to say he's the guy you call, and he says, here's the weapon you got. Okay, so he okay. is like actively Schneider trying to take down Big Boss. That makes sense, then. Okay. But yeah, the way you put that, like the... The fact that Big Boss dies twice in the first two games it was not a hole that needed to be plugged. But doesn't right. actually die, and then he dies again in right. four. Like that, again, that's one of those things that is easily explained away by nanomachines or whatever other Just like magical plot bullshit you want. Game, yeah. stuff, but if, yeah. you know, if you're setting out to go like, okay, we are running out of years to fill in, let's actually lead up to the events of Metal Gear, and you look at Metal Gear... Like, there's not a lot to lead up to. I guess other so. Then Solid Snake is here. Big Boss is here. Like those, the, every other character is kind of like fluid enough that you could get there in any number of ways. Right. So by taking like one little thing that they had and going like, oh, actually, we could we could make this really crazy and tie into this thing that we did fucking hella years ago, and it would seem like we, that was the plan all along. Which, you know, that is that they, is true, but I don't think any of that is worth trivializing everything that you do in MGS Five. I mean, no, just is, five that, is, is a is Peace Walker. You know, it's you building a base of nameless soldiers. Yeah, but like again, you go, like you go to names. Names. when you have names. 
Uh, when you go to the mission where you have to go kill a bunch of them because they're infected uh, near the end there, like it's, it's supposed to be this like big moment where you're like, oh, you know, you're all diamonds and all this stuff. But fucking who cares? I, I'll I strap care. balloons to 30 more fucking dudes I tomorrow. Care. But they're I, like saluting you and stuff. And it's like, oh, we understand, big boss. Yeah, like it was their like perverse willingness to be killed by you that, that really that was a great moment. got to me in that mission. That, that was a great moment when they're just like saluting you and like, hey, we're in fact, you know. Like, hey, we're infected. Yes. Like, let's do the right thing. Yes. Like, they're all being adults about it. They're like, we've yeah. got this fucked up virus. We, hey, you know, this is how it goes sometimes. This is shitty. Some of us are screaming and freaking out. But hey, you know what? At least we're getting killed by Big Boss. I found them like, being happy about getting beaten great. up by Big Boss times a billion. I, yeah, right. Like that's I, I, the, the getting yeah. beaten up by Big Boss is the crazier part. Like, I, I, it's I, like all weird S&M freaks. I found, I found that mission very uncomfortable in the way that I think they wanted you to. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I, I, yeah. I thought it was an interesting twist, but no no part of that was uncomfortable. Because it's just like at Same some here. point, as soon as you get the goggles, I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill I don't know, every dude, shooting, person in here. Shooting 30 or 40 people in the head who are begging you to kill them kind of... I was, didn't, do, didn't I was sit doing well them with a me. Favor. <laughs> I know, I but doing I know, but that favor. doesn't that doesn't make the act any more pleasant. I like how they give you the goggles in a way. It's like, oh, just make sure they got the thing in their throat, and you realize after like three or four, it's like I'm murdering all of them for sure. I mean, that was that was a great Kojima moment of like you know building up the expectation that like, oh, I need to eyeball these guys to figure out who I can save, and then nope, you can't actually save anybody. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, here's the one that you actually like are that. saving. I like it's like, that. nope. I thought, I thought for a sec that like like they would actually you would get that guy out, and he would somehow be some relevant. Like they actually figure. get you. With, they actually get you with it again. Um, but oh, yeah, then yeah. you get to that you get to blow him away too. Like, like there are good individual story beats toward the end of this game. It's yeah. just that they they come together so disjointedly, both both mechanically in the way that they're rolled out as part of that mission list, yeah, and then and also the mechanical stuff is the stuff like the you know the the quiet mission kind of popping up, and they say like, hey, quiet ran away. And you're like, all right, well that would have been maybe that maybe could have been done more interestingly, I guess. But okay, that but like to literally yeah. have the mission show up, that's just like truth. Yeah. And, yes, yeah, that yeah. one in particular. You start it and you go from helicopter to hospital. Right. It's like it's like what what in the story in this late period of the story precipitated this revelation? Like nothing. Right. Here, other than the what, fact that they had we, to put an ending on this game. ran out of road and right. here you go. Right. Here's what doesn't really bother me about that is by the time you finish mission uh what is it 30 where you fight Sahelanthropus and yeah. Skullface dies and all that. Credits roll, big credits thing. It's like at that point you're 50 plus hours in the game and it's been awesome up to that point. And it's like, I, I kind of viewed anything past that once I saw the Chapter 2 teaser. It's like, all right, this is all bonus fun stuff. Yeah. And, like, there is important story but stuff. But it could have been like, so much better. It seems like, you know... I mean, yeah, you're getting greedy at a certain the, point, dude, though. The, no, end, of, the like, end of Chapter 1... no, we are here to evaluate the success or failure of this thing the, as a story. The end of Chapter 1 is, like, the end of that game's story. Yeah, I feel like yes, chapter, yes. The, the chapter 2 should have just been called Epilogue. It, it is absolutely a protracted epilogue that very much could and should have yeah. bridged this game to what yeah, would follow. And, and yeah. those missions should have been... And, some, and most of them are they are revealing things about the larger state of the universe. Right. You know, and I think that that's cool. Yeah. And you get quiets to send off, which is not necessarily material to, well, we got Solanthropus. You know, that, that's not, we, we stopped Skullface. We were supposed to stop Skullface. Guess what? We stopped Skullface. Uh, the whole chapter two should have not been called chapter two. Right. Uh, that right. creates a lot of weird expectations with players. It implies that like, it, here's a whole other thing. Have, yeah. I think it's why you have a lot of people going like, these are all the same missions again. Which I, you know, it's like I didn't enjoy doing those. Like I just it, saw it as a bonus, honestly. And, yeah, and, like and it, I, it, but I, I think, in, and I think that's the right way to look at it. That's probably the intended way to look at it. But by calling it Chapter Two, yeah, they create a problem. Uh, they create a perception right. problem for themselves. Not only that, but like the conclusion of like kind of the a plot, the putting Skullface to bed and all that stuff. Like, yes, it's that is absolutely enough game to warrant being a game unto itself. 
Like, but the conclusion I, of that story is pretty flat. I would I would actually argue that they that Skullface is a terrible. Yeah, character. that's what I'm he's saying. A weak like, he is, he is yeah, not. A, he is he pretty is weak. He's not enough. He's not the most effective villain, and that whole end sequence with him the, is the, kind of perfunctory. The, walk, the jeep ride, yeah. is just like on yeah, the other uh, side of your coin. It's like no, prove it. Like fucking right. like that. There's your fucking like Fight Club moment of like let's go look at these cutscenes from a different perspective. Like show me Skullface fucking skulking around, right. fucking cleaning up after Big Boss. Yeah. I, I even like, I even felt like that. I even felt like they were uh maybe building up to some kind of reveal with his identity. Yeah, right. I thought he'd be like a fucked up Big Boss clone. Right. Like you find out something about what he who he was before his identity was yeah. like literally burned off his face, but like they don't well, really explore any of that. Well Brad, let me ask you a question though. You, you talk about how much you didn't like, you know, everything past chapter one. No, I'm not it, saying that. No, I no. I, oh, right, I really enjoyed everything it, in chapter two right, up until about the last four minutes. Well, let's say that it ended after the credits of Mission 30. Skullface yeah. thing and everything. Do you think it's a better game then? No, no. I, th- um, I think there's... Yeah, because the that's, story that's was a hard question pretty, to answer. pretty weak up until that point. Yeah. And there was still so many unanswered questions. I mean, questions. It, it's, at that point, I think it's a, it's a fine game and the arc opens and closes. Yeah. But in yeah. terms of just like what you would actually want out of a Metal Gear game yeah. positioned in the mid-80s, right. it, would, it would be a failure... Uh, when it comes to kind of bridging that gap and making that stuff make I, sense. I, I, uh, in terms of like the, the linguistic parasites and stuff, though, I thought that like that, that stuff was very interesting and very Metal Gear. Their, pseudo, yeah. their like, pseudoscience around it is really good. Right. Like, like they, they, they justify it mechanically and also like the idea of like control through through language and stuff like that. And yeah. it felt like it a felt precursor to the Patriots well. control yeah, right. through yes. information yeah. electronics into, and yeah, stuff. The overall theme. Yeah, I thought it was great. That, that stuff that the stuff memes, was pretty the good. The jeans, the scenes, yeah. it's yes. all there. Although, man, listen to all those tapes of Code Talker talk about vocal cord parasites. Those are the only, shit, those are the only boring. ones I didn't finish. Those were the lad. That's kind of where I. That's where I sort of left off. I listened to all the Code Talkers tapes, and I was like, "All right, I need to finish this game." Make sure you listen to all the hamburger. I actually haven't listened, I, I listened to all the hamburger. The first yet. three hamburger tapes, okay. and that, right. that's that's some great stuff. Yep, yep, that stuff is fantastic. <laughs> that is some great what stuff. I, what I heard of it. Um, God. But yeah, I, I like the overall idea of the vocal cord parasite plotline. I thought that was cool. Like that mission where you go into the voices mission where you go in. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on in this place? Right. I thought yeah, that was that, cool. That's a really that good really moment. Cool. of just like, okay, this doesn't, this makes absolutely no sense right now. And here is this burning man here to fucking burn the whole thing down. Okay. Like what? what like, yeah, they're really good at kind of saying like, all right, here's this fucking thing. And we're not, and there's that you don't have any material to figure this shit out with yet. It's just real crazy. Which, did they explain how Chico fits into anything? No, I don't no. think he, he had I don't the think thing he in his chest up. in Ground Zeroes, yeah. and they never really talk about him. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, what was up with that? Yeah. What, what the hell was up with the the headphone cord going into his chest in that game? Yeah. It seems like it's never uh, addressed. Which we asked them when we were in Japan. Mm. Uh, we asked Kojima, like, hey, what's going on with that thing? And he's like, oh, no, it's just scotch taped to his chest. I'm like what? No, it's not. It's like very it's clearly. Like the skin is red around like it. Very clearly an incision there. Yeah, and like they just straight up lied and said like, "Oh no, it's just it's just taped onto his chest." Like, why would you do that? And also, that's not what's going on there. Not at all. Yeah. I don't think it's ever hinted at what happens. Real quick yeah. aside, yeah. how did you guys finish that mission at the which one? Which one? With the guinea pigs, and you know, you've got oh the the devil's oh. devil's house or whatever. I see yeah. Ford uh, water towers. Yeah, I use water towers. Water towers. Oh, I had a rocket launcher. There's a there's a big uh, puddle of water when you're standing near that. Oh, okay. He he kind of walks over towards that, and there's a water. There's like a tank next to it. You blow up that tank. Sure. That gets him wet once, but ah. doesn't take him down. Huh. And then he, then I ran around a little bit, and then he materialized right under a water tower. And I'm like, oh right, there we go. he's just gonna warp around to different sources of water until I until I finish this. There's apparently I like, like four, four different ways to do it or something. Yeah. yeah, the way that I did it is so there's a there's a cliff there and a big pool of water under underneath, and you go to the edge and I, I forget if it was Miller or Ocelot who said it's like 
wow, you know, that would be awesome if we could get him down there or something. You turn around, there's a Jeep. So you have to, like, lure him over to the edge of the cliff, jump in the Jeep, fucking gun it, jump out at the last second, and the Jeep takes him down into the water. That's, Man, that's, that's awesome. That's pretty good. That was way cooler than Water I, Tower. Stuff like that is why this game is still so damn amazing, yeah. <laughs> even I though call- I'm very disappointed with... A very small slice of it. I called in a drop for a water pistol, thinking that would do something, but it didn't at all. I just kept spraying him with water, and he just threw fireballs at me. That's hilarious. That's what I would do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, 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 I think that there are parts of it that could come together, but I think the basic nuts and bolts of where they got to with that story, I'm perfectly fine with. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that twist. Like that. That's a. That's a great. Metal Gear type thing on the level of the Raiden thing. It is very which Metal is Gear. One of my favorite Metal Gear moments. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. It's very Metal Gear. It's, I just... it's one of my favorite. Fuck you. You're not even playing as the guy you think <laughs> yeah. you're playing as. Like taken, like taken to a whole new level. Which, because now it's the punchline for that whole product. They did actually lie in the trailers though, because they show the scene where Snake is lighting the cigar on the uh, the motorcycle. Yeah. In the trailers, but he has the horn and huh. the alarm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they did straight up lie in that. Interesting. Again, like I, you know, I'm not change that like halfway through development. Like maybe came up with this particular ending. No, because no, there's the, like, with the what about him and there's, all that. There's, there's like, marketing. There's marketing out there from like two years ago that very sure. clearly gives this twist away if you and know about it. Also, Ground Zeroes, like they show the medic and stuff. Like they, they took great pains yeah, to, yeah, cover, to his cover his face all through Ground Zeroes. And he's voiced by Kiefer Sutherland. You, yeah, you see him like taking the force of the blast in Ground Zeroes. Yeah. I mean, and, and I yeah, the Kiefer voice, which is weird. I assume but. I assume Crown Zeroes was originally just part of Phantom Pain, right? Uh, that, like going back to the E3 2013 Phantom Pain trailer. There uh, are a lot of clips. From, I feel like there are definitely clips from Crown Zeroes yeah. in that trailer, and yeah, that maybe was, maybe that was before meant, those maybe plans meant to be a third environment. You know, like hey, we've got three environments. You know, yeah. That's also, you know, given given what's happened between Kojima and Konami, like the idea that they would. Demands that they split something off from that game and sell it early to make some money well, becomes a lot more plausible. Also, in early interviews, Kojima was saying that like there will be a part in Phantom Pain where you go back yeah. to Camp Omega yes. and we're going to do something really special that like you haven't really seen in video games before, but it's going to be a big part of the Phantom Pain, and that's not there. Yeah, that, yeah. Mm. that is true. Something that's been like lingering with me uh, a couple nights ago, started playing against. So this is well after you know everything's wrapped up, right? Um, I was on, uh, you know, uh, Mother Base, uh, taking a chopper out, and I saw Code Talker um, just on one of the uh, the risers. And I'm like, really? Shit, I'm gonna go check, see if I can find him. Huh? I could not find him, but there was a, there was another soldier there, and I don't know if it's completely random or, or or what that he was in this particular place that I saw Code Code Talker. Um, and the the soldier actually said, "Boss, I don't care who you are, yeah. you still are CO." Yeah. Wait, was this after you had seen the ending? This is mm-hmm. after I had okay. seen the ending. Okay. Meaning that, so what, uh, all of the soldiers of Mother, so it Mother Base... becomes common knowledge at that point? That, he that doesn't make sense. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. That that really threw me for a little I saw time, people but. just thinking that that's supposed to be like a little thing for the player. Yeah. It's not supposed to be canon. Or I mean, they have fucking Kiefer saying, that's, like, press the stance button to stand yeah. up. Like, you know, there's dumb shit in that game. There's also a thing that's never explained where at one point, Code Talker is just kind of mumbling stuff and he says something about Master Miller's eyes. Like, there's something about oh, Master yeah. Miller's eyes. And then actually... Oh, eyes um, on uh, Katsuhira. Yeah, yeah. And watching Drew play, since we started recording uh, Phantom Pain, uh, when you go to rescue Miller in Afghanistan at the beginning... 
uh, he takes the hood off, and Big Boss is like, or Venom Snake is like, oh, something wrong with your eyes? What happened to your eyes? Did they do something? And Miller's like, uh, no, it's, you know, it's, it's just, bright. It's, yeah, it's bright. I there, are, there are implications that he's blind. Like, yeah. I've seen people speculating oh, okay. about that stuff. Like, you see him with his glasses off in a couple spots, and the irises and pupils are very, like, sure. yeah. clearly milky white looking. Yeah. Like, I, but, I but then it's never. I took that as, like, cause uh, didn't recognize you at hmm. first. Because that, that ostensibly, I guess, would, like, that would be the first time that he saw, like, the medic as Big Boss, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, how should I react? Like, he knew how he was supposed to react, but he he didn't... It's confusing. No, but he didn't know. I I don't know. I went... I, I came away thinking that Ocelot and Miller had that talk prior to um, no. them setting up the, the new... No, I don't, I, don't, think, I, don't I don't think that's, that's the case that's at, the all. Case no. at all. Okay. That's that's. Yeah. I think I think the earliest it could have taken place was after you get Miller back to the base. Really? After after you save him from the, was it the skulls or the Soviets that he was being held by? The skulls. Well, it's the Soviets, and then there are skulls, and then there right. are right, right, right. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't have taken that as I, I took that as a postscript, like, hey, really? after, after the events of this game, they sat yeah. down and said, oh, by the way, um, I just figured that's why Miller was so upset throughout the mm-hmm. entire game. Which so pissy? Yeah, that that seems like a viable way to look at that. Yeah, hmm. I I thought it was really cool in that, that when you go back to the hospital and that truth mission starts, it says starring Big Boss, and then it shows a few others, and then it says punished Venom Snake, yeah. and so like just at the beginning with the credits, like okay, because it never said Big Boss before. Oh, hmm. Hmm. wait, right? Which mission was that? So when you the truth mission, was it, when was, you go back the, to the hospital, but they, did, they didn't do it in the prologue version, right? I don't believe just, so. Just in the I don't last think the one. Prologue has. Oh, does it not have credits? credits? I, don't no. think, I don't think they do credits until ah. you get to Afghanistan. It's just okay. the end because like every other mission is starring punished Venom Snake, and then it says starring Big Boss. And I actually had a spoil for me ahead of time, and I was like, okay, that's cool. They did that. Yeah. Wait, how how far ahead of time? It spoiled. Yeah. Um, before I before I played it before like, it came out at all. Yeah, like you knew about wow, you knew about. The twist I didn't know before. the specifics, but it was just one of those things where it's the internet, and if you're on certain things and you look yeah. at certain comments, it's like, oh, great. Yep. You know, I put my things. I put my Tumblr asks or turned off anonymous Tumblr asks before this oh, game came I, out just to try to protect myself. Yeah, you can do all um, that stuff, and there's still ways. I've that, got I've know. got a really bad track record of like big video making it to big video game twists without knowing. Wow. Like, yeah, I had Raiden spoiled for me uh, yeah, before Raiden, 2 came out. Raiden spoiled, like, everything about Bioshock was spoiled before that yep, game came out. Yep. It's because you guessed it to their face, right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, that fuck yes, that is a huge parallel <laughs> I want to draw to this game because... Finding out the twist in this game and realizing, like, really? You went back to that well again of you're not playing who you thought you were? Like, yeah. it felt just like the time that I interviewed Ken Levine for Bioshock 1. And, like, my first question after I played through the first three hours of the game at a press event. Yeah. Then sat down to interview him, and my first question was, so is Atlas going to turn out to be the big bad guy in this or what? Because <laughs> yeah. it felt exactly like the exact same twist. that oh, well, Which, now, the- Here now we're spoiling other games, yeah. but... He has used that exact same device before. In the first episode of Metal Gear Sandland 5, we recorded with Drew. Drew's like, I think that bandage guy is Big Boss, and I think I'm an imposter of some sort. Yeah, I mean, that, I want to say that's kind of obvious. You know, I, I get, again, it's, it's one of those things where, like, because I have not been living and breathing Metal Gear, like, you know, it, it's you you reset after a number of years uh-huh. to where you can take stuff at face value yep, again. Right. Yep. But Drew getting it in such a concentrated dose <laughs> yep. where at some point he's just like, yeah, this this thing is just fucking with me because that's all this thing knows how to do. Well, plus, plus, we keep talking around 
there being some huge thing, at, you know. But I think we've been good at like I don't think we've implied. No, we haven't given away at all what all. it is. But but even knowing that some big twist is coming, like I knew that something crazy happened at the end of this game. So even knowing that there is something starts the gears turning and makes you start looking, yeah, for what it might be. You know, like I'm I'm with you, Jeff. I I took the I took Ishmael to be a figment of of your imagination. Yeah. And like my best guess at what was going to happen at the end of this game was like they would finally figure out how to remove the shrapnel and by it no longer pressing on whatever nerves in your brain or whatever like you would realize you had misinterpreted a bunch of events throughout the game or like things were not remotely as you thought they were or something like that but uh, that would have been interesting I think I I think that would have been a better twist what was the John Travolta movie where he had a tumor and it made him phenomenon phenomenon where he had magic powers but it was just a tumor (laughs) yeah huh it was like that totally yeah yeah that's kind of I was expecting something like that and again like I'm conceptually not opposed to the twist that's in here I just, I just, sure. I hate how it's executed. I feel like it's very slapdash the way it's presented, and I don't feel like it adds anything profound to the game that you play. I, I think it's, like one it, of the, it's one of those interesting universe things that you know, like if you take that in context of just like, well, now I would like to play another Metal Gear game. Right. right. Uh, I think it's really effective at that, and that's that's the point where you hit like, oh man, Konami's like kind of a train wreck, and you know, by all accounts, the. Uh, Kojima Productions is kind of like shutting down or on its way out or you know like all that stuff you know that's that's where this becomes a bummer if this is something that like you know hey this this is the hugest fucking like uh, ah this is not what you think it is in right. all of video games like that's something that has never been done in yeah. video games before and that's a super interesting they idea a, they put out a fake sequel right you know like right. that's fucking crazy right. but it's only awesome crazy if they then get to put out right. the real sequel yes 100 that doesn't happen because of what's going on with the publishers and developers of that game then fuck man yeah, this is sucks. nuts um but you know just I, I just feel like i feel like big old gotcha pull the rug out from under the player story twists don't get to be played just for shock value like it doesn't add anything if you don't then do something I, interesting with it. I just think it adds so much to the overall story, which I you talk of about this within game this, or of the this, series. In the series, I, 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 like, I, I disagree on both counts, but but I just ahead. think it's cool. It changes the way you think about those early MSX a little games. bit. But like, how much does it really change that? Like, oh, the guy you killed the first time wasn't the real guy, but then the second time he was. I think it's like, a fun like twist. I, I think I just I summed it, up everything yeah, about it, but that. I mean, it doesn't. It's not that it necessarily reframes those games it's that it's interesting that after all these years they were able to create something that's still tied back into that stuff in yeah. a relevant way yeah without having to retcon some of that specific stuff i mean they sure fucking pick and choose from games when they when they want to right which if you uh, even look back to metal gear one the big boss that's on the radio helping you the entire time like helping solid right. snake along is on one frequency but near the end it's a different frequency. Like, Snake, it's Big Boss. Uh, you should, like, he's kind of, like, leading you right. the wrong way and fucking with you. That's on a different frequency. So you could even argue that, like, that's Venom Snake after he finds out what's going to happen, calling you. So, like, the whole time it was the real Big Boss on the codec until that different frequency near the end. Like, that's, that's no, kind I, of I a... would think it would be the other way, wouldn't it be? No, because near the end, it's fucking with Solid Snake. Yeah, and that would be Venom Snake. Trying to be like, hey, don't come here. To... Don't come kill me. And Big Boss is like, yeah, go kill him. Oh, because you... Hmm. Do you know who the person on the other frequency is, or it's, is it like a is it like an unidentified boss? That it's Big Boss. No, but does you know, like, the Solid Snake know who it is? He thinks it's Big Boss. Okay, yeah, but but at the time, I think you play that you you think that of that as like, well, Big Boss has gone rogue and now he's on a different frequency. At the right. time, that's how that reads. 
is like, okay, Big Boss has gone from being the guy giving me my, my orders to now he's on a different frequency because he's he's he is the bad guy. Yeah, and which he, now he you can't, can, he can't use the U.S. government's fine right, frequencies right. anymore. Don't don't uh, even try to tell me that almost thirty years ago. No, put you I, this I thing don't in think, mind. I don't think it was planned. Yeah. But I mean, you can look at that and be like, oh, that's kind of cool because yeah, now it, it, you it, could it, tell yourself. You're that, right. Like, that is that is kind of a neat little way for the stars to align with yeah, with this yeah. new information, but. Same thing I, with I, the still, Miller thing I still think it's of, I still think it's of fairly limited value. Yes, when when that stuff only comes into play into a very old game that very few people actually played. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't played through that. Uh, right, right. I, mean, I played through the, the NES game, and it, I think it does the same thing there. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I feel I've I feel like I want to play Metal Gear Two, but every time I sit down to do that, it's like, oh, this game is so. Yeah. And, are there? I assume there are like fan translations out there and stuff. That stuff came out in English Did in a cut version, and then Subsistence brought it out with like oh, right. with with a lot of restored stuff that I think was only in the Japanese version. Okay. Like cut from the official English release, or maybe that was Metal Gear One. Anyway, yeah. there were cuts made when they translated it. That the, these versions, I think, restored. Yeah, you can play it in official fashion, it was like optional codex and stuff. Um, Legacy Collection has that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, Kojima. <laughs> I mean, overall, yeah. though, we all love the game. I mean, it's yeah. it's still the best game I've played this year by, oh, a, a, by a mile. Yes. yes. Like, I still think it is one of the best games mechanically I have ever played. Same here. It's totally is, up there, yeah. It's fantastic. Is, which is it's, why, it's, if, it's, anybody's, if anybody's going, like, if you hated the ending so much, why'd you give it five stars? Like, that's why. I think it, it's, like, design-wise, like, one of the best games in history. It's really fantastic. It, it's really... It's a really crazy fucking project. Yeah. Like, you look at it and go, like, well, you know, clearly no one would want to, like give them the money it would take to make another one of these this yeah. is insane as far as a video game i think there's no argument about it being the best metal gear solid like it is far and away the best playing oh, metal yeah. gear like solid no question to, whatsoever to debate that is insane it, it, yeah. is, it is best and it is most video game yeah yeah true uh yeah i mean overall is anyone willing to say you know rank it among the series i don't know i mean i think there's an argument it's been it's I just beat it like a week ago. Yeah, but I, I think there's an argument for being the best one, all things considered. It seems like a huge portion of the fan base very vehemently disagrees with you. <laughs> yeah, like there a lot are of people a ton that, of like the hardcore Metal Gear fans who are very upset and disappointed. And there's a lot of people that like are unwilling to accept that this is it in a lot of ways. Yeah, and they're digging through. You know, they're they're for twenty nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. There's that stuff. Like they're, like as of this recording, there are now people scrutinizing Konami's like TGS schedule, like looking for stuff to be announced. Yeah, you know, or or you know, there's unused files in the game code, and and they're taking that to mean one of two things: that either there's more coming and there are hints of it on the disc, or that oh, there was so much stuff that was cut from this game. Like oh my god, they didn't let the man finish his game, and like you know, and then jumping to that conclusion, like I, I as opposed to like, well, you know, like go look, like tons of games. You can go back to old arcade games that have like unused enemies. We were just looking at unused Mega Man bosses the other day. Concept mm-hmm. art for that stuff, and you know, games get concepted and then made, and then content gets cut, and I mean, you don't know why stuff like unused stuff gets data mined out of practically every game that's ever released yeah. these exactly. days. Like, so that's so not the a idea new that, thing. Like, they're doing that with this, and then taking that to mean. I mean, you know, we do have this additional information of the strife between the creator of the game and the publisher who was paying the bills, right? But also, like, like I, the I feel like sure of of you know, and even you take the 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 fifty one cutscenes and yeah. stuff like that. You go look at that. You don't know that you know. It's easy to jump to the conclusion that. Konami made them ship the game too yeah. early, and this was his true vision. You don't know that. No, absolutely. This not. could have just been a direction that they were going, and they went, you know what? 
this mission actually sucks. And actually, you know, there'd be a lot of stuff in that mission. If you watch it, you know, they talk about like, oh, the forces of Diamond Dogs come to fight Cellanthropus. Like that gets expensive and that's very different from any of the other video game in that video yeah. game. I mean, the the design for that called for an entire new landmass to be built. Yeah. yeah. Like asset wise, that would have been a lot of extra work. Yeah. Like, so, so it's like, it's, I think you go, or, it, but it also could have just as easily been like, uh, this actually isn't, we decided this isn't the direction we yeah. want to go with these characters and we don't have time to put something else right. in. So. And like I said earlier, even if that scene were in the game as it's depicted in that material, I don't think that really helps or fixes like the issues the, the that I have. Stuff, it, sure. Or, or with the, just the, the way the game plays out in general. Okay. But like, yeah, yeah. I, like I, I feel I, I agree with you. There's absolutely no way to know why that content was cut or what other content may have been cut or why. When Metal Gear... But, but, but it's also, it, I think in this specific case... I think it's okay to say that may have happened. Like with the information that we have, like it's it, it very may possible. Have happened. It, you know, a lot of things could have happened. And, and, you, know, and like it, you can speculate. And to me, we will. But yeah, to me, it's less the that cut scene and more the way that like that that last mission plays out. But, as if they just they literally just bolted a, a cut scene onto the end of the same mission. You right. Know? Like yeah. there are some very half-assed ways that. There are better. The there are better ways to yes. handle that reveal. Yes. Like, like what's, top to bottom. What's yeah. there could have been executed much better than it yeah. was. So, and, like we'll never know why that stuff is the way it is. When you wonder if there would be another landmass, that actually makes me wonder, because it was like two years ago when I was at Kojima Productions, we asked how many open areas are there? Like how many sandboxes are there? And they said there will be probably around five big areas. And if you think about it, if they were planning on Camp Omega being a thing, if they count Mother Base, Africa, Afghanistan, and the Eli stuff, that mm. would be five. I mean, you can. This was a couple years ago, too, if you wanted to. I guess, yeah. But I mean, we were asking like, how many open right, world right. areas would there be? And they said five. Mm-hmm. So the Eli stuff just would have been one level. Yeah, they right? they they describe that thing describes it as like an island. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, they could have counted that if it was a kind of open island. Sure, where you could do sure. some stuff. Like, that, that could have been the five they told us, or one mission. I guess. Again, though, like that, the the, the absence of that mission doesn't bother me that much, and it's not. It, it's it, not what I'm looking for in what I'm looking for. It's, it's not, it, yeah, it, it it's, not, like, it's not crucial. Actually, yeah. Like, it, the fact that Eli flew off with this big Metal Gear and this being the supposed last entry in the series, like, I really wanted, I want that wrapped up. Like, also, how I did it fly? Know. Was it Psycho Manus? Sure. Yeah. Is that why it was flying? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Why not? Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, he's he he can deflect missiles and bullets and, like, whatever he wants. Like, that's, yeah. you know. It, and I think that that's something that could have been its own game. Sure. You know, the the what happened to Eli thing could you know you could you could turn that into something. I'd be I'd be like, I, you know not that I'm going to sit here and make excuses for that, but it's easy to think like ah you know they didn't quite get Silanthropus working properly and it just rusted right you know Which, or like ah the parasite got the vial got broken. Psychomantis got bored of letting him control this big yeah. robot and went and did something yeah. else right you know or or if you really need to then just assume that that cutscene actually happened in universe and and yeah. like be happy with it you know <laughs> like the, that stuff. Doesn't, I kind of do. I kind of do. The portrayal of a liquid snake i thought was really good for the character like the voice sounded right like his attitude as a kid that's kind of how you would expect liquid snake to be sure. yeah. the look it was like never be game so over jacket think, uh, yeah yeah i'm trying to think like what his arc is after this game like would the, so i guess we don't really hear from him again until he shows up in solid he was in the royal air force for a while okay yeah okay that was said in solid yeah the timeline that's presented at the end of this game just says like in 1984, he and he and Mantis go off and create the what is it, the Kingdom of the Flies in Africa or whatever. Yeah. And then when Solid and Liquid reach the age of 19, the way it's described is Solid and Liquid are sent to the battlefield. In like was that 90, 92, 91? 
So wait a minute. Like they're they're both when you, deployed. When you, when you finished the game, you got a timeline that went past 1984. Oh yeah. Well, it, it, really? it happens in two point yeah. uh, two bursts. You get a timeline from. Where does it start? Does it start 40, with Snake Eater? It starts with 42. Oh, right, okay. It starts with, like, the end of the war. And goes up yeah. to 84? Yeah. Yeah, there's another timeline just formatted just like that. Where? Afterwards, like a few minutes later. Yeah, I seem to remember that. I that can't was, remember yeah. what, what bisects those things, but something happens, in, but it might be more credits. Yeah, it might the, be is it the, the conversation? Oh, I think, it might, I think it might be the conversation. I don't know that I... Maybe I tuned out or something, but I don't think I got that second crawl. Because that's the one where they dates. say, like, oh, the Phantom does this, and oh, yeah, the, that's, the, that's the one dies. Where, that's the one where it explicitly says, like, Outer Heaven incident, Solid yeah. Snake kills Big Boss's Phantom. Yeah. I was looking yeah, for I don't that know today. That I got on yeah, I don't I I'd find it. Surely that's not optional. Like, surely I, that it has to trigger. Maybe. I think it goes up to Zanzibar Land. I remember mm. seeing, yeah. No, it goes now. to 2014. It goes oh, right that's up to. Right. It, it ends with the death of Big Boss. That's right. Like, it summarizes everything. I don't think I got that second part. Really? That's crazy, because that's where a bunch of that meat is. You know, Between the tapes you get after the ending and that timeline, that's, that's what even comes close to redeeming the twist, because they at least contextualize it in some ways by saying this is, this is how this rippled into the future. Huh. I think it is weird for them to show Liquid and uh, Mantis being so just linked, whereas yeah. when you look back at Solid, it's like he was just another one of those five right. sound goons, you know? It's it's yeah. It's another one of those Star Wars prequel things of yeah. like everybody actually knew everybody for all of history, it turns out. Whereas there's no conversations between Liquid and Mantis and one right. that yeah, solid one. That's, but at yeah. that point that you know, like the nature of Mantis has changed a little bit. He's grown up and he's talking. Uh yeah, yeah. You know, he's not necessarily he's, he's reading about Symphony of the Night. Yeah. He's doing stuff on his own. He's not always just, con- you know, getting his power through other people. Yeah, he's right, not, he's right, not right. just like Liquid Snake's all-powerful sidekick or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Liqu- Liquid's arc is like, I mean, he's, he obviously he hates Big Boss for, like, he feels like his future has been predetermined by his genetics, right? Like, right. He, feel like he, he feels like he's been genetically railroaded into this, into this role of being the perfect soldier that he didn't want. Right? And he thought he got inferior genes. Yeah. Oh, did he? He was actually the dominant one. Right. That's right. That was a big thing at the end of. I mean, you know, like that theme is like all over all of these games. You know that like, like your your pre your predestiny is not what actually determines your fate. Like your genetics aren't important. Like the the perception around you and like the way people regard you is far more important than any like inborn or innate ability that you might have. That was Metal Gear Solid One is the one that went deepest on that with the whole thing of Naomi talking during the FMV of the dogs or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 Don't be chained to fate. Yes. Live, Snake. Is that it? Uh, I never got invaded. Ever? Ever. Wow. Yeah, a lot. I. I never set up an FOB. Really? Still have All those upgrades are so cheap. Bucket. Those base upgrades, like the capacity upgrades. Yeah. You can have so many more guys in your unit. Yeah. How? It seems like it funnels you into that in a way that forces you to actually build. I think build. you can like B-button your way back out of that stuff when it wants you to build it. If you're never online, you're, you'll be Oh, fine. does it never even trigger that fake invasion mission if you're not online? Uh, it did, oh, actually, it did? yeah. But that was just the... Uh, I don't know. Like, I never actually... But, like, coming out of that mission is where it says, like, okay, now build a base. Yep. Go into the menu. Yeah, build a base. I don't get that when I'm not online. So if I do try and connect, and it does, like, it directs me to build an FOB. uh, And it usually locks up or whatever. So I have to, like, you know, control, alt, delete, kill it. Yeah, there's some... There is some bug in in their daily stuff now that says, like, FOB tutorial mission freeze-ups. Yep. So... That's, That's what I got. But... I don't know. Kojima really wanted a meta ending, yeah. I guess, to this. You know, even so far as to you know, have you go through character creation just for that? 
I mean, that was a great, that, a great what the fuck, amazing yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was. Really and then cool. to have it actually be relevant. I mean, yes. yeah, there's like hints of it right there. Where you're like, this probably actually means something else. Yep. But it takes uh, so long to get to the point where it matters that you've completely forgotten about it. That's why it's such a good thing. Yeah. When it turns over the photo and your name's on the right. back. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. What right. The, wait. <laughs> right. Of course. It was me all the time. And they slide the picture over. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And Dan, um, you were big boss. And Jeff, you were big boss. We were all big boss. We were all big boss. I mean, that, you know, that, it, My I feel big it. boss looked like a shitty CM Punk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Again, like it plays into that same theme of like, oh, it was like, you know, it didn't matter who Big Boss actually right. was. What He's mattered was the legend around him yep. and what he did. And like, hey, you helped create that. Yep. Yeah. Like I mean, that stuff works fine. It's uh, again, and I think it's just more what this game loses by completely refusing I, I, to I focus it, on Big Boss in any way. I think it only loses that in the context of them not being able to follow up with here's the real story. I, I guess so. I'm not convinced that he ever would have made the game that you're talking about, but. But I see, I think where, I see the, where you're coming I think it's from. The only game you could make. Yeah. Have Have you seen the uh, big cutscene that unlocks? It's, no one really knows exactly how you unlock it, and I think only a couple people have the nuclear disarmament. I don't. Cutscene. I don't think anybody's unlocked that yet. Uh, somebody tweeted it out. And I mean, like, it, I've, I've no, it exists it. on YouTube because people like mined it out of the game files. Oh, okay. But nobody seems to know how it actually comes to pass. Huh. I haven't watched it yet. Is it's, it part of the I FOB stuff? I think you... it's when you get to a certain level of nuclear deterrence the, the, on the FOB. There's this whole cutscene of Master Miller and Big or Venom Snake being like. That's it. There's no more nukes in the world. And then it ends with, like, there's another nuke in the world. Oh, God. Like, like that, what? Does a guy run up at the very end going, like, ah, oh, we found another one? Basically. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the, but the, it starts just like, that's it. Nukes are done. So like, there's a gravestone with flowers on it that is, like, commemorating, like, hey, remember when there were nukes and now there's not? The, 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 the most. You, you have that helicopter conversation that's like, what, I guess it's like when you get to Lanthropus or something when it says, like, okay, now you can choose to build a nuclear weapon for your FOB. Yep. Or yeah. go around and disarm them from yeah. everyone else, and you'll get like a you. I guess I think you get a fuck ton of fucking GMP uh, for disarming someone's heroism. That you get a ton. I think of. you get both. Maybe right? maybe yeah. both. Yeah. It's GMP yeah. um, for sure. I know. I know you lose like seventy five thousand heroism if you build a nuke. Yeah. Okay. And I think you might. Maybe you get that much if you disarm one. the The most recent theory I've heard about how to trigger that cutscene is that every nuke on in that version of the game has to be disarmed. Like, every nuke that every player in, like, X version, like, on the PS4 or whatever has built has to be disarmed before that no, I mean, trigger. Aren't there, like, built-in leaderboards? Because aren't there, like, the weird PF leaderboards? Yeah, there are. Yeah, it's there's, a like, pool of people. and all this other weird I don't know stuff. If, can you, yeah. Does that show, like, who has a nuke, though? I don't know, but maybe, like, it's just if you get rid of all the nukes in that league or whatever hopper you're in. I'm not even sure how to develop a nuke. Yeah, uh, it's in the development menu. Okay. It's under security. It's, a, it's basically a security oh, okay, device for okay. your FOB. That's all it is. I was um, unable to build any of those. Really? Yeah. Like, the, like I got the blueprints, but the the building the cameras and stuff didn't seem like it actually needed the blueprint. Hmm. Huh. Maybe it was just for later versions of it or something like that. But it's huh. like you get those side ops for blueprints. Huh. But, I don't know. Uh, what did the, the nuke take? Just GMP and like fuel resources. A ton like, of fuel. A ton, a ton of, of GMP. Okay. I'm not sure what else. Nah. Uh, it's like a fucking insane amount of resources though. Yeah, like 700 to the point that you're like screwing your base over by pursuing that. Uh, but the the community manager for the game has been out there on Twitter confirming that that scene is in the game. Yeah. Okay. More or less. I mean, he kind of he in so many words he said like I would be surprised if anybody has triggered that yet or something like that. Yeah. Uh, people yeah. seem to have just unearthed it. Another weird thing about the whole crux of the the twist at the end is if Zero can just take a random ass medic and turn him into the super badass soldier with all the memories and look and everything a big boss. Why is he just not doing that all the time? Well, like like like, like Jeff said, they did it again with Raiden, right? 
I mean, not I mean, to that used extent. Used he didn't look tech. like him. They no. were trying to like manipulate him through information. Well, they had well, that case, for that stuff, and they had Raiden to try to create the perfect soldier again. Yeah. I mean, they've tried to do it over and over, you know? Like, yeah, like the, that's But the it seems like they had it figured series. out in 84 or whatever, or during that coma. Well, I mean... Whereas, why are they doing it with, like, raising kids... And doing it with Raiden, you know, like I mean, if, through if, information, it, it could it could very well be like you know maybe some part of him being able to accept that stuff was being close to Big Boss for as long as right. it was. Like uh, he was okay. he was already like you know they described him as like one of their best soldiers already. Okay, so uh, it could just be he was, some random dude. He was unflinchingly loyal to Big Boss. I mean, you could even say like you know you needed nine years of hypnotic suggestion in a right. coma for this to work. So I mean, it's not like you can just Fulton dire like, crocodile like, with like, all of his exactly, E ratings. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Again, like like dissecting and, and trying to understand the plausibility of how things are implemented in these right, games and right. how the plans are executed is fool's errand. You know, like you yeah. just have to, it's a, it's a big dumb anime or comic book. You kind of have to go with it in, in those situations. Yeah. Uh, again, like I think it's a lot more interesting and important to say like, how does this function in the story and what does it do for you? Yeah. Yeah. Or not. Hmm. They should make another one of these. Yeah, yes. that would be cool. Any chance for DLC? I don't know. Like hey, that's that's boy. that's what people have been speculating. But this is probably going to go up a couple days after we record it, so maybe things will have happened to TGS or not by then. That'll yep. make this sound dated. But you know, that's yeah. the thing people are speculating about is like, oh, they're going to announce a bunch of DLC at, at uh, TGS. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, yeah I, I think that, that would be like you know, if you think about if you think about what you would actually put into that game that would be relevant from a story perspective it is big bosses stuff mm. the real big bosses right. real big boss adventures rbba <laughs> yeah. uh, like that's you it's it, going to be a cell animated point and click adventure yeah motorcycle the, game. if you do that yeah it's a motorcycle race game if you do that as a dlc for this game you're giving that story pretty short shift yeah, yeah i agree with uh, you so True. i i don't think that that's a, a great you know you could do a side story of you know let's go get eli you know they they could probably do that as a contained dlc story mm-hmm. oh what would the reaction be if they tried to sell that mission 51 content <laughs> as an add-on i guess they probably wouldn't have put it in the collector's edition material yeah. if, if they had those plans right yeah so that probably won't come to pass but i kind of this that kind of does raise the question of how you would feel about dlc for this or another like another sequel to this without Kojima at the helm, you know, like, like for better or worse, like I feel like his authorial authorial intent has been like front and center through every one of these fucking games, you know, but I, I think that's only there because we allow it to be, you know, and, and, and I, we don't know, uh, yeah. you know, you, you hear plenty of rumblings from X employees over there yes about you know how much he was the guy and how much it was other people kind of doing stuff you know that uh, games are made by large teams that game is no exception yeah so there are certainly people on that team that share enough of that vision that they could get some metal gear game across it would be as good as not i don't know you know it's like i I or as weird yeah yeah like we don't we just I, i feel like none of us knows quite enough about who does what to say who the key people actually are. Yeah. It seems like that producer Ken is one of the like super duper hands on guys. Like yeah. when we were, we were there for like three days and Kojima was there for like, you know, an hour and a half interview or something like right. that. Yeah. And so Ken was the guy. And like when you see producers, like he's always the first one listed. Mm-hmm. And he seemed to be really, really high on the totem pole as mm. far as creative decisions with that game. Yeah. That's the sense I got while I was there. I mean, there, there are some other names I could throw out that seem like they have been very closely involved with that series over the years. Like, I don't want to sit here and theory craft like who does what right. and who's the most important or whatever. Right. 
Um, but you know, like that game is more important than a single person. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and I think that there is a path forward for Metal Gear. But at some point, like if if all those people are loyal to each other and they all roll out of there, and you're actually building a whole new crew, then at some point it's like, okay, well, what is Metal Gear? Right. And can a new team figure that out in a satisfactory fashion? I mean, didn't Konami isn't the way they phrased that statement they put out like something to the effect of like we are hiring, hiring for yeah, hiring, hiring a, new leads for a new Metal Gear? Right. Like, wait, what? Um, like, does that mean they're shutting down Kojima Productions entirely and building a whole new thing, or who knows? I mean, yeah, they would have to rename it, bare minimum. Right. But, uh, We're going to end Metal Gear Scandal with Drew applying to be the new lead for Metal Gear Solid 6. Uh, that's a good okay. call. Yeah. yeah. That's a, yeah. It'll be a giant bomb Konami right. joint venture. We should, we should put a I've wish, got some ideas. Yeah, we yeah, should put a yeah. wish list together for him before he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rising 2. That's my <laughs> wish list. Starts and stops. Nano Machine Sun. Rising 2 set in the late 80s, and you play as Liquid Snake. Some, somebody fed that line to me recently. What? It's the Nano Machine Sun. Nano Machine Sun. And it made me wonder what I've done with my life. Yeah. Why I didn't play that game. Uh, does anybody have any other issues they want to bring to the fore? Listen to those hamburger things. Yeah, I, He's I, saying I, some important stuff. In I definitely I, will. I feel like by the, by the end of that game, I wanted it to be done. Really, uh, you know, I, I probably did more side stuff than I needed to, and maybe that's you know, like, but there was a, at some point there was a lack of variety in some of the mission designs, like having the missions like go extract these containers. They've got the code talkers research and right. go back to this mansion you've been yes. in two mm-hmm. or three times already. I, you're right. Like, I'd say it's like halfway through the epilogue or chapter two that yeah. the, the, a little bit of the fatigue with the locations and the mechanics and objectives starts setting in. But Definitely. I mean, you know, that's like. What for, is that? Seventy me, hours into the game at so that I, point, I had like, fifty-five hours on my clock when I finished. Really? It. Yeah. Well, wow. and and that's probably a good five hours of letting it run in the helicopter mm. uh, to finish missions. So that that sounds very much on the short side, like in this office. Yeah, and, totally ninety for me. But that, I mean, that's yeah. probably at least ten, fifteen hours past. You know, end game stuff. Right. And, uh, and yeah. a lot of a lot of what I burned extra time on was literally just like free roaming to previous locations and going through extracting everybody just yeah. to get more base shit. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like. Uh, I'll say I really like those uh, post credits or whatever uh, subsistence levels where you just go in with nothing. Like those are really really fun. Like, I how am I going to blow up these radar right. dishes with no explosives? That, that sounds the, really I did the cool. The first one of those where you blow up the common it was equipment, cool. and I was like, okay, that sounds like a fun way to like constrain the mechanics in that game in a way that makes you have to think creatively. You know? But at the same time, it's like you know, so much of what I like about that game is the, the tool set. Mm-hmm. And my particular tool sets that I like to use, like yeah. they're fun to use. Yeah. So going in with nothing, it's like at some point it's weapons I've never used before, and yeah. that's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like okay, I don't even know how this thing fucking right. really. Well, works. I mean that, that's why it's good. Those missions are optional, uh, although they should have yeah. right. they should have communicated that yes. much better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so like some of that stuff, like like literally, it was as as much as like being taken out of the sneaking suit because I wore that the entire mm. game. Me too. Boy, they take that away from you? Yeah. Holy shit. So I gotta, I gotta try those. So at some point, you've got guys turning around on you, like, "Wait, oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing that shit." The only ones uh, of those I did were the total stealth ones, mm-hmm. where it's it's instant failure if you oh, get spotted. Yeah. I did a bunch uh, of those. You can't even reflex mode in those, right? No, no. no. Which, like, by the, the way, I, those, we, I thought I found those incredibly tense and kind of exhilarating, just like how incredibly careful you had to be. You know what you do? Put on the infinity bandana, and you have infinite sleep grenades, and just go bonkers <laughs> throwing sleep uh, grenades yeah, all okay. over base. All it's right. so much fun. Oh, but then you can't get that S rank. Yeah. I didn't get many of those. I got more than I thought. Yeah, I, I did too. For I sure. was shocked. Definitely missions where I was like any mission where I was just fucking shit up and running out. That's the surprising ones. Yeah, you'll just run in with a rocket launcher, get caught immediately, yeah. and murder everyone. It's like that's rank. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I was, I was reading that uh, because every combat alert 
counts as a separate uh, oh, hit on your your, fo- your final score. That if you if you just run in as loud as you can and make sure that first alert never ends, right? Yeah, uh, you, you can still very easily get an S rank. Nice, because they're not docking you all those points. Yeah. Um, any lingering gripes? But mine was the researching I stuff. I guess. Yeah. Like, I like. I, I don't want. The, I don't want this to just I be like, gripes. But no, no, no. But, I'm just. You know, that's something that that stood out to me. But um, yeah. Oh, you mean the timers? Long, yeah, the timers. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you can only research so many things at any given points. You know, there's a cap on how many things you can be re- researching. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. And it, and then it's like you know, okay, I want to get the wormhole Fulton. Oh, that's going to be two and a half hours. Yeah, before you have in-game time right. before you can even use it's, it. It is embarrassing how much time I let this game idle at the helicopter screen. <laughs> See, I, I felt bad doing that, so I haven't done that at all. Between I want my hour count to yeah. be accurate. Between between the the deployment missions and how much you get out of those monetarily, and then also the the longer research timers at the end of the game, yeah, I I definitely found myself at the end of the game like I'd be around like one to two million GMP depending on which missions I had just done. And yeah. it's just like I'm okay. I'm gonna go dump a million into research stuff, right. and then sell my precious metal and mm-hmm. dump another million into that. But at some point, it was like here's a zillion shotguns I don't want to use. True, you yeah, know? True. And, yep. and like I felt like a lot of the stuff that was available on that development menu was just worthless to me. Same here, but a lot of the specialty stuff, like the wormhole oh, stuff. The wormhole right. is so yeah. good. So I, I never even got my... my like I, I don't even see the wormhole thing oh, really? on my list yet. I don't oh, think. you didn't get that? Get no. That, shit. I, I that, that, thing, that thing is the rare combination of fucking stupid in a great way right. and like insanely useful. I've, because, se- I've seen how it works. Like, well, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, like the main thing for me is that you can Fulton indoors now, so you never have to drag a body out oh, of a building yeah, again. Of course, yeah. Uh, you can Fulton anything under a roof. Like, it can't be shot down. It's faster. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's amazing. I think I might, you know, and I'll probably give it some time because like mechanically, I'm, I maybe, I hit my limit of like how much I want to do that stuff before it starts to feel too repetitive. Right. So, um, but I might just play the PC version and cheat like a motherfucker because I think that would just be fun. Yeah, it, it, that's a fun like toolbox. It's a fun sandbox to yeah. play around in. So like you know, give me all the gear, uh, make me invincible. Let's just run around and see what these troops do, like up close. Yeah, like, really up close, painfully yeah. up close. It's like one of those things where you just like turn the lights on, you turn on God mode, and just like run up and examine the models and yep. like yeah, yeah, just dissect the, the AI behavior and just kind of see how it all ticks. Yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely something I want to do. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of gears turning there mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I never got the quiet on the in the rain. I yeah, thing. so I got that. so oh. I I wish I kind of wish there were two scenes that I sort of wish I had seen before I reviewed it because like as bad as some of the story stuff is with her, the the shower scene and the playing in the rain scene are fucking embarrassing. I didn't like, see a shower scene. Like, you should go YouTube those. Yeah. Like the, the shower one's a little more... The shower like, the one is like, goofy as fuck. The, the, the rain one is... Like, especially the rain one is just like, oh, there's this like, puppy love between her and, yeah. the, and Snake, which is completely unjustified. But the, but the shower one is just like... She's literally showering in her cell while a bunch of soldiers like Lear and uh, yeah. yeah, like Ocelot's there looking at her while like, she's showering. See, I never Lear at her and like I kind of saw like, yeah, baby, keep going. Like, just oh, I did get that. Okay, oh, okay. yes, I did see and that. I was just like, do you guys know what triggers that one? I I never got. The it's shower. when you come back and you're super dirty, and if you don't have quiet yet, Ocelot will just throw a bucket of water on you. Sure. If you have quiet, okay. he'll get ready to throw the bucket of water on you, and she'll step in and be like, mm. and then she'll like call you down to her cell to shower with her or whatever. Okay, I didn't Gross. get that. Okay, yeah. all right. I saw her shower in her cell. Cell, but yeah. oh, okay. Like you didn't not, get that cutscene beforehand. No. What triggered it for you? I walked down there and Ocelot, or Ocelot said, "Hey, come down here." And oh, hey, come check this and out. That's when he told me oh, everything God. about. It was like we think that she does this. We think it's her. yeah. You're talking. Yeah, I know what exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And that's different than okay. I didn't get the shower then, but I got that talk. Yeah, I think that you know the the way they handle that character is 
poorly. Yeah, uh, I I fully you know, agree. And it's one. It's another one of those things where you go like, this is some anime ass shit. Yep. Yep. With it's, the way that they treat that character, it is not um, surprising given previous Metal Gear games. Oh and yeah, Kojima, yeah, and it's kissing a, it, lockers and beating off the Colotticon. And, right. It's it's a shame because like that character is one of the more interesting characters. Yeah. In the entire yeah, Totally. Game. Yep, totally. Like, you know, it, and and it didn't need. That dimension didn't need to be there. I, I no. think she's the most interesting new character in the whole game. Yeah. Because what what else? You got Skullface and Code Talker. Yeah. And, they're, yeah. they're both fairly one note, I guess. Well, I mean, Code Talker, there's just some interesting stuff in his background if you yes. listen to the tapes. But. Yeah. Tapes. I learned to hate Code Talker after listening to all those tapes. Oh, he, he, does, he does tend to prattle a little yeah. bit. He likes a good hamburger. That's true. true. That guy's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like d- along the way there was some disjointed, like some disconnects between like what they consider heroic and not, and and just like in in terms of just like you are running this fucking base, and here you are shocking this woman, and here you yeah. are fucking you know melting the fucking metal inside the scientist's bones, and all you know like the torture stuff. I think yeah. was, uh, you know, it, it was a weird thing where like you know boss would always step in like a, a little bit too late or, or after they were done he would walk and go ah let him go yeah and like wait why after after like, the the nefarious shit has already taken place yeah it's like you know at some point i would i would have rather of them just gone all the way with some of that stuff and just been like no fucking take fucking emmerich and really just work him over really fuck that guy up uh i mean it is Kiefer and uh, jack bauer tortured his share guys well there you go yeah um, that scene that scene where they're hyper extending his leg by Ooh, by putting the the mechanical yeah, leg yeah. in reverse like that was really uncomfortable to look at um, and and the shocking like when they were shocking quiet in both cases especially with quiet it's like it's like really like does anybody gonna step in and stop god, this like the hardest to watch one for me was when she puts the knife between that guy's teeth oh god yeah, that was, like oh, that yeah, was yeah. that was on the level of like the dead space 2 eye needle thing sure. like those are like the two things in video games that have ever made me like oh god that like sucks to look at like this is <laughs> awful but yeah, like for for a game where like everyone is paranoid and thinks everyone else is a spy and stuff like that, they should have either done way more of that or way less of that. I, th- I think it's just the or or, or the, the the boss should the big boss should have acted a little differently, or you know, it's like stuff where like the character being completely mute in those scenes for for, for most of those scenes, yeah, just seems crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. There is one amazing little exchange. I can't remember which scene it happens in. It might have been when they were interrogating Huey. I'm not sure, but. Uh, Miller says something to the effect of like, "What if he's a spy?" And Ocelot's response is, "What if I'm a spy?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh well, actually, I, I know about you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the and, ultimate spy. And 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 I think that like the 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 love of the men is a little weird. The the rubbing the ashes on his face mm-hmm. and you know like well, that, s- suddenly like having this heartfelt feeling for well, the that men stuff, that got lost in the that that ties into his whole motivation of like ever since like three or whatever of being fucking fed up with soldiers being tools of yeah, governments yeah. like like you're, uh, like, you're right, like the boss's I, sacrifice is like what dictates his entire arc for the rest of time you're, you're right but uh, but i feel like the rest of that game doesn't really pay attention to that stuff throughout you know yeah like i feel even, when he's standing there while someone's being tortured and going like mm, mm, i feel yeah. even peace walker had more as far as that stuff with like snake on the beach kind of like training with these guys and stuff more of a connection between snake and the soldiers yeah um, and it, like maybe part of it's just the the mother base interaction stuff is so one no, you know just like run around and they'll salute you know like the, the that stuff could have been fleshed out more meaningfully to to make that resonate more yeah because like, it's like I got to that point and he's just like all of a sudden has all this emotion for the men and you're like what yeah well you know like, whatever, they, they, you've been like a fucking savage you know 
Like anytime anyone points a gun your way, you murder everything in sight. <laughs> and if they don't point a gun your way, you strap fun balloons to them and suck them back into your world of fucking insanity. Well, I mean, you know, in his mind, he probably feels like he's liberating them from yes. whatever. And, and in their mind, too. Whatever know, military yoke he, they're under, you know, it's like, all, come join us where soldiers are king. They all fell in love with the legend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I will say if there's one element of the story that I thought is just straight up stupid, it's the pause stuff. Did you finish it? I like. Uh, did you, I got did you guys all, finish it. I got yeah. all of them, but I didn't get that cutscene at the end. Like, I, <gasps> really, Jason? You said you have to go back each time. And yeah, give her, and give her like, a new photo. I think I've got like eight photos on the wall or something, mm. or nine, nine maybe. Nine, I did three of those. I think it tracks your photos. Three photos. Yeah, is it? Is it true? I, I haven't seen it, but I read someone say what the conclusion of that whole thing is. Is it? Is that true? Is that? Some hammering pause. noise coming from a different floor. Interesting. Goodness. They're uh, in construction downstairs. That was pause, I think. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, don't like, they, they, they fucking write it all out and say, like, none of this happened. Yeah. What I read was, that, yeah, it's this venom snake is just hallucinating all of it. I've yep. even heard that if you try to find that building from the outside of the medical platform, it's like, it can't even, exist. Yeah, it's not there. Like, all. if you go around where that door is, like, there's... From the outside, oh right, like right. There's oh, no, there's not like, enough room for that. No, for that, if you just for look at the room architecture, to be there. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, that's, be, I mean, and, and that I think you know that would make a lot more sense if he was hallucinating a lot of the rest of the game, right? Uh, right, and, and you know that they played on that a little bit more. I so. wish they would have, but it doesn't. I mean, did they actually implement like all of like his interactions with Pause? into venom snake as well like how she would react to things i mean they they yeah that's another one of those things you can just explain away it's like it's, it's, it's stupid metal gear Ocelot react to her at some point or maybe well maybe he, is he, yes, that. he is in the, they're uh, in the room with you when you go yeah. to see her the first time but i mean you presumably you just hallucinated them as well yeah, yeah. because that room actually doesn't exist you uh, wake up right, outside right. Of so like a, like a, once again the, like it raises the question of what was the point of that whole thing if if that didn't, none of that existed yeah, that was dumb yeah, that, um, is a, that I guess it's a, it's a chance to show you that scene in the helicopter again, which does kind of foreshadow the the ultimate twist. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It reminds you that there was somebody else there and all, and how that stuff played out. Yeah, I wish extent. they would have played around with the uh, hallucination bits yeah. a little bit more. Right, like I, I kind of went in on that after a while. After like suspending disbelief, you're going obviously you're not who you know they're telling you you right. are. You know, early in the game. And then they start talking about hallucinations, and I'm like, okay. And again, I mean, I also like this, this, this in, the, in the first mission, Ocelot goes out of his way to mention how the shrapnel is pressing on certain parts of your yeah, brain. Yeah, you know? And exactly. I was like, well, that has to come up later. You right. know, that's obviously going to yeah. skew your perceptions. And Have stuff. you noticed any hallucinations? There right. was never a space whale, was there? Oh, I thought. I mean, didn't, was that implied that that was a real whale? I yeah, like didn't. Uh, well, it, it took down a helicopter, right? Yeah. Maybe the helicopter didn't exist. I mean, I thought maybe the hospital. I mean, didn't I assume Mantis just like summoned it? Just like right. sucked a whale out of the ocean and made it eat a helicopter. Yeah, I mean, created it from whole cloth, you know? Is it a, is is it a pretty a big cool Moby, series? Moby Dick reference, I guess. There's yeah, so many Moby Dick references. references obviously, here. there's a lot yeah, of that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Aren't like Ahab and Ishmael, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, that is from yeah. Moby Dick, yeah. yes. Pequod and. Oh, Pequod is too? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Queequag. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I mean, I can't remember actually. A lot of, uh, I had actually I haven't read 1984 since middle school, but a lot of people say there are a lot of pretty pointed references to that, too. Oh, really? There's a double think thing. Um, okay. Yeah. That I didn't pick up on, but obviously some parallels there, too. We could probably sit here all day. And then David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> a cover. A lot of, lot of David, David Bowie, Bowie yeah, references. There's yeah. a lot of David Bowie in that game yeah. for a game that has zero David Bowie. I mean, Diamond Bowie. Dogs. Yeah, Diamond game. Dogs is a huge. Right. David Bowie Omicron right. has more actual David Bowie yeah. in it than Metal yeah. Gear 5. I guess yeah. that's true. Um, yeah, I wonder if I wonder if he liked that cover better or if it was cheaper to license or what. 
Yeah. And, and also, Friday I'm, in, Friday I'm in Love is in that game, and that song was not released until 92. Yeah, oh, no. I noticed that. Uh, also, the 99 yeah, Rebel Yell remaster. Well, I mean, did, what, like, at least that song existed yeah, in 84. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, they, when couldn't, did, they couldn't get the original master. Like, whatever. Right, like, but, when, right. did, when did Disintegration come out? Like, there are way better Cure songs you could have put sure, in that yeah. game than that. But I, I guess, like, that that's super... Like, that was when I first got the first credit, uh, credit scroll, I hadn't encountered that song yet. The song that plays there, uh, Friday. I'm oh, Love. oh, oh, okay. I had not, yeah. you know, I, oh, I had not you saw seen it in that the, in the game. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw that in the list. So like, okay, is there a part of this game that takes place in the '90s? Then, oh, because there's oh. zero reason for that song yeah. to be in this game, and then to just find it like on a fucking table in the mansion, right? And like, oh, well, what? what the <laughs> I'm fuck? Sure, that was a big letdown. Like, I'm what sure, the fuck. <laughs> like they just fucked up. Right? Or they just right. really like that song. Right? I still haven't found Manator. Are, are they trying to operate yeah, in a world are. where that song was recorded? They had access to early tapes. Yeah, of course they would. <laughs> that song was really recorded eight years before they released it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh. I, that. That's one of those things that you know. It, obviously, who cares? But it's one of those like <laughs> yeah. attention to detail things that normally they're good at, right. or normally they're doing for a reason. So, but for like for that to build an entire game around the notion that that tape really didn't exist then, and then this whole game pulls out, and you're like, "This was a VR simulation, Ryden, to prove to you that you could be the real big boss." (laughs) Right? Um, You know, for that to be the one song that slipped through the cracks, like it's yeah, it's just kind of weird and inconsistent. Yeah. Did you guys get the uh, haunted RC the haunted boombox? Oh, playing the PT stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's in. yeah, mission right 28 before, before you get to the mansion yeah exactly yeah. So, yes. yeah that was super freaky also well. it was extra weird for me because i recognized it because i played through the beginning of pt but uh, like i couldn't i couldn't handle it and turn that thing off so uh, but they play what obviously must be like a later version of that radio broadcast from pt like where like it, summary yeah it's, where it will know because uh, like it kept breaking into the newscast going like turn around see, stuff like that oh uh, yeah that only did that for me the first time like I went to because I destroyed the hell out of that thing. It was like three a.m. and I'm like, "Fuck this! I can't deal with it." So I took off. But yeah. I came back, um, redid the mission, and it wasn't doing the turnaround mm. stuff. It was just the radio broadcast. Yeah, that that was a neat little touch, I yeah. guess. Although it's kind of weird that it made it through after they've tried to scrub every other yeah exactly every other indication of PC's existence from the internet is now gone. At some point, you know, that's is that a reference to that game, or is that just a creepy audio thing that they already had that they could have thrown oh, onto that thing? And yeah. just like, ah, let's just get some use out of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was fun. It was yeah. Fun. But yeah. I like that the radio at the beginning of the game is talking about the plane crash. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't I read that later on. I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah, it's oh, really that's cool. a, it's a neat touch. Yeah, a lot of neat touches. Yes. Uh, it's it's cool. In a very good game. And I would like to see them make the actual the actual Metal Gear Solid 5. I think it'd be a fun <laughs> a fun fucking dumb direction i want like i'm so i got so into the base building and like i had such a compulsive drive to keep fultoning better soldiers that i wouldn't want to play another one of these games without something like that but how do you justify Mm -hmm. that in what the fiction would be at this point like i guess building building real actual outer heaven yeah then i guess you just do it all over again somewhere yeah there's construction going on downstairs i don't don't know if that it picked yeah that probably does pick up on the mics but yeah maybe a little bit there's someone hammering down there don't worry about it who knows if that game will ever come to pass, though? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not remotely ready to believe they're actually going to make another Metal Gear. No. Yeah, I, I, same here. Like, I, I don't know that it makes sense for them to do it with. Like, you know, there, there's so much value in that name that I hope somehow it happens. But that, the, the, the but thing, Konami being what Konami is right now, who the fuck knows? Like the way to look at it as a raw businessman is like, could we make the same same amount of money off of just pachinko and mobile shit? 
Like, sexy like, quiet. like is, and, is, and the answer is actually you could make way more. Right. Like, is the profit potential? People, yeah. Uh, you know, the opportunity yeah. cost of making another Metal Gear game. Like, I was and restaffing I, for it and all that stuff. I was, I was like babbling about all this stuff to my girlfriend the other day about like, ah, he got ousted from the company because he takes forever and spends so much to make the game. And she was like, wouldn't they? Like, aren't they going to make way more than that back on the sales of this game because you know because it sells so much? And I was like, yeah, but. What if they could put a product out for ten million instead of eighty million and still make the same amount of money? You know, like that's very clearly sure. Maybe they'll do a THQ fire sale and Deep Silver or someone will buy Metal Gear Solid. Oh God! Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> but I mean, if, if they're putting out, they're, if they're okay. announcing Silent Hill Pachinko machines, like they're clearly willing to use their IP right. for these <laughs> nefarious purposes. Right. Like they're not going to let the property go. They're just going to do. They could sublicense it out. That's true. The game part of it. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, you know, maybe they go back to Platinum or somebody else and say, like, all right, if right. you can make a Metal Gear Solid game for this budget, then do it. Hmm. Maybe. That'd be cool. And then get Kojima again. I want a D Dog game. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. I went into this thing going, I'm glad he's done. Like, he needs to do something else. They need to do something else. Yeah. For 95% of this game, I'm like, fucking, I was so wrong. He's a genius. Like, I, God, I, this sucks. I want to see what else he would have done. And then I finished it, and I went back to my original opinion. <laughs> so, maybe it's for the best. It's definitely a Metal Gear game, considering it's getting these kind of reactions yeah, yeah, and like, opinions. Like, it's a Metal Gear ass. Whatever Gear the game. nature of your feelings about it, you will not have stronger feelings about any video game. No one can be neutral. Ever. Metal Gear Solid. No, that's yes. for sure. In the end, the legend came back to life. Sure. <laughs> I guess you could say, all right, I feel I feel considerably emptier now than I did. A little, a little better. Yeah. Some weight has lifted here. It's going to be interesting uh, watching Drew go through a lot. Yeah. Of yes. I I wandered into the control room the other day while you were recording one of those just because mm-hmm. I wanted to see somebody else play that game. Like, it's still so heavily sitting in my mind. It's just like... I just want to see somebody else doing it. You, yeah, you came in with the purpose of just like unloading. It's like I, I yeah. Gotta, also I that talk about this. Also I that. talk about. This. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a pretty damn good game. It's yeah. still pretty good. Yep. Still, still want to go back and play some more of it. I, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. It's a great game. All right. Well, that's I guess going to do it then yeah. for this spoiler cast for Metal Gear Solid Five. See you in seven years, I guess. Oh!